he gets his dick chopped off just out of nowhere in the movie. You see the dick <laughs> hit the floor, and he's like, my dick! <laughs> I did totally used to get my haircut based on JCVD movies. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, hard target. This show, we're always basically 40 minutes away from whatever we're trying to say. The last night was my first night in a bed that I didn't get woken up every three hours for vitals and shit maybe it's inappropriate for any ass eating to happen in a film (laughs) (laughs) get on board with that that seems reasonable yeah (laughs) like how about we just keep the ass eating in the bedroom where it belongs you know (laughs) between two or more consenting adults or more Like this, and we are live. Welcome, Long Walkers. I am Palmer, hosting from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Long Walk, Short Drink, episode 50. Five zero. 50. 50 is old. This is Dave podcasting at you and live streaming from Northfield, Minnesota. And I'm Moto. Moto Moto on Maplewood. Moto. Tommy Maplewood himself. <laughs> Welcome, Good buddy. To be here. It is hey, great to be here. It is great to have you, sir. Great to have you. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Great to be a part. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we got we got Double D and uh, Twinkie on the last episode. That we might get lucky and they pop in again for this episode. But now, like this, rounds out the full cast. Now we have we're gonna catch it. Get to catch up with the full cast. So it is good yeah. to have you on here, sir. How are you doing? Yeah, this is great. Ah, doing good. Good to be home. Good to uh, be back on the podcast and celebrating 50 episodes. I I kind of been with it since the beginning. I mean, I got, you know. You have been. Yeah. There's no kind of. You have been. Yeah, and I guess I was like brainstorming a little bit with you guys as far as like how to start. I was like, well, just kind of pile up some episodes and see what comes of it before you put any out yeah and uh so yeah that's and then oh maplewood you know and all uh, the rock and roll all those (laughs) early edits that were just fantastic and uh the i mean the the theme song the long long short drink theme song that dave sent you amazing car recording (laughs) 10 minutes of (laughs) the 10 minutes of of just Long walk, a short couple trip. of dudes yeah. trying to find a way back home. <laughs> I always love that couple of couple of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you remember that too. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, no, no kind of about it. You have definitely been here since the beginning, which was that's right. Yeah, awesome. Part of the staff. Part of right. the staff. That sounded vaguely sexual to me, but 
Oh man, sexual. I'd like not to change the subject. <laughs> no, please. I'm so into this. But I'm ready for this. Of sexual. I watched a legitimate movie today, like a like a movie that just anybody could stumble upon on Netflix that had one of the most graphic sexual things in it I've ever seen Whoa. in a movie that wasn't porn. Like, <laughs> what was the movie? Um, so. Do you do you know uh, the show Workaholics on Comedy Central? I know of it. I've never yeah. actually seen it. Yeah, Moto. Do you know that show? Yes, I I know of it. I'm not. Okay. I haven't seen like every episode, but I know of it. Oh now. yeah, same here. Like, and but the episodes I have seen, it's really funny. It's just like it's just an oh off, yeah, they're ridiculous, ridiculous offbeat comedy, right? And so Netflix decided to give those guys their own movie, and let them make a movie for Netflix, and it's called. <laughs> It's called Game Over, man, and it's on Netflix. It's been on there for a while, and I just happened to, at l during lunch today, turn it on. And it's essentially, imagine workaholics in Die Hard. That's what the movie, the, the <laughs> gist of the movie is. <laughs> so it's like these three bumbling uh, maids, because they are maids. They, like, clean the rooms. These three bumbling maids stumble upon this like elaborate plot to try to um, hold people for ransom and save the, and then ultimately end up saving the day. But in in admits that there is this like three minute long analingus scene, uh, just like uh, between <laughs> two dudes, and it's two dudes. It's oh, like, oh no, yeah. Which <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, yes. <laughs> I'm all about, I'm all about hey. like, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But it's just like, and the guy, and, and the, and it's being done as like, uh, there's no, I without giving the whole set because the setup would take like 25 minutes. But it's basically like he's being commanded to do that. Like, give me the code so I can get into your <laughs> bank account or eat this guy's fat ass. That's like basically what he's uh, like. I didn't want the codes to your bank account or eat this guy's fat ass. And like the guy that's being told to do that just looks at the guy who's holding the gun on him. And he's like, it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> and then just like that, like no shame dives into it oh my gosh yeah you're right that's and wow. it was the most and like i i there were a few things during that movie like first off daniel stern is in it i haven't seen daniel stern in a damn movie and i don't know how long oh yeah he just know. out of nowhere hears daniel stern like what bandits reunite right like uh, oh yeah that's you know, like stern. okay yeah uh, and so uh, he comes walking on the screen. He gets his dick chopped off just out of nowhere in the movie. You see the dick <laughs> hit the floor, and he's like, "My dick!" <laughs> you just see the dick hit the floor. You do. Like, oh my god! That's all I'm going to tell you about this movie. If you don't want to see it, like if you don't want to see like <laughs> Analingus and Daniel Stern getting his dick chopped off. Oh after my that, gosh! It, you got to check this movie out. It like blew my mind. It was oh outrageous. But did you like it? It was, yeah, no, it was really funny. Like it was super funny, uh, and it it just like I mean, it if you've ever seen if you've seen enough workaholics, like there's enough weird shit in that where you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then there's like some stuff in this that are really like they're tropes, but or in comedy, but 
oh man it's just really good it like the one <laughs> the one friend only only smokes salvia because weed doesn't work anymore and so he's like i only smoke <laughs> salvia and like so the other friend is his dealer for salvia and later on in the show or in the movie they go to his closet and he's got like pounds of salvia and they're like where did you why do you have all this salvia and he's like well it turns out he's the only one that likes to smoke it everybody yells and there's a few salvia jokes throughout the thing where like it's just this terrible drug but he likes to smoke it uh yeah, i remember when that became like a trend or something maybe the late 90s oh yeah where it's like salvia dude oh man <laughs> and then miley cyrus was maybe smoking it and it came made a comeback i don't know that's what yeah. i saw i saw the video of her like out of her mind that's my only frame of reference <laughs> yeah no there's like so there's just some things that i think just shouldn't be smoked like people crack. do trippy shit with like crack <laughs> crack's a good one uh nutmeg people, like people die trying to smoke like get high off a of nutmeg i guess there's like and this is the other thing too is like i i mean i've been high plenty of times I've never oh, needed yeah. to get high so bad where I'm just like, okay, if I screw up this perfect, I have to nail this perfectly. Any drug where it's like, if you go too much or too little, bad things are going to happen. I'm like, I'm out. Like, nope. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? I've had my experiences of like really good ones. And, uh, well, say shrooms, for instance, uh, had some Kool-Aid shroom juice. And that was, I had the best time ever. And uh, nothing really bad happened. And then I've had other experiences where it's like the worst time ever. And it's like, no, no, thanks. Not anymore. You know? Yep. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like the, the Tide Pod deal. Like are you, oh, uh, this kid. is, that's just kids are do stupid. laundry or smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. No, no. They did like, again, do it's laundry like, kids. Yeah, do don't smoke it. <laughs> yeah. Just make just make drugs legal. Like, how about that? So people don't have to try to like smoke smoke yeah. brain cleaner. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know, they're, they're doing some work here in Ohio, at least making cannabis legal medically for the right people, and you know, and yep. that's the biggest thing is like if you, well. First off, it's like been used for 2,000 years in medicine. So the fact it's still a Schedule One drug is just a big middle finger to us all. Um, but, uh, you know, then, and you, you know what you're getting. You're, you're getting a sativa, you're getting an indica, you're, and you're supporting, you know, the workers here that are putting the time and energy into it. But, uh, so yeah, quit, quit making us smoke Tide Pods. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Oh, so what else has been up? Uh, nothing too much to speak of. Here. Your hair is gone. Oh, I did get my hair cut today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're like double impact right now. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I did totally used to get my hair cut based on JCVD movies. <laughs> <laughs> Minus hard uh, target. Never got to that one. No, I never got to the hard target. Uh but definitely like the shorter cuts that you could do. So in the, the first one is like Bloodsport, which he, if you look closely in Bloodsport, sometimes it seems like he has little racing stripes kind yeah. of almost. I used to get those no. in my, I used to cut my hair like that when I, Did he, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember Moto doing it a, a lot when he was a kid, vanilla like ice. a young kid. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Can I get that thing on the side? Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> I used to get uh, my hair shaved into a V in the back, and I had a rat oh, tail yeah. off the V. Like, oh my oh god, yeah. that's magnificent! I was a what redneck. I, I, I'm still a redneck, but I was a redneck. I was a total redneck kid. Like there are pictures of me sometimes where I'm like, Jesus, was I a Ritman kid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Like I said, uh, my my friend Timmy and his uh, soccer cut. You know, it was just eh, Ritmanites just doing what we do. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Moto and I used to get our hair cut by a family friend too, so it was. Um, yeah, there was the feeling like a familiarity and I could just say like, look, cut it like this. I don't know if I brought in pictures of Van Damme, but oh, so then sure. I would, I would part it, you know, harsh side part like he did. So I'm, Blood's I'm probably in fifth, fifth grade doing this. And then, uh, yeah, like universal soldier would come out and I would get the like military cut. Yeah, I was definitely, I did that for years. I, came so, I mean, my Amazon prime recommendation recently, universal, Soldier. universal soldier. Yeah. yeah that, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah I, I watched him by that recently. And uh, of course I love the part where he discovers food. And oh yeah. Just like, <laughs> Hank, we got a deadbeat. And he's like, I just want to eat. <laughs> 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 oh, that was good. And then of course, uh, my other one is, uh, Dolph Lundgren at the end. Um, because there's all kinds of those terms or whatever. You know, he's around and these Arnold Schwarzenegger things. Yeah, uh, like one-liner jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I like when he yeah, so he had the girl Allie or something. I can't think of her name. Yeah, um, Veronica Walker is her name, but Allie Walker is the actress. Huh? So that's so, nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I was close. Had her held up and we'll shoot her in the chest. We'll shoot her. In the head, <laughs> he played such a that. great yeah. psycho. That's right. And then when he he's like, "Ready, fire!" It's, and then he goes, "It's empty. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty." It's empty. <laughs> I, I maybe have only seen that movie twice, and I remember that. I remember that exactly. That's how oh, man. great of a, of a performance that is. <laughs> yeah. He is still batshit yeah. crazy. Him, him in the Expendables, like he's play, he plays the one that's like the loose cannon of the, like a whole group of loose cannons, and he's like the loosest cannon of all of them. I'm all ears. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do, did I? We, I think we talked about it on the show one time when I read in a magazine about how he came home when he was being robbed. <laughs> no, no. No, that was Brandon Lee, but there's something similar with Dolph Lundgren. I can't remember the specifics oh, of it. Mistake. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe they he just missed the Roberts or something. I'm not sure. Um, you, but it's, it's a pretty funny. You Apollo Creed? You don't fuck with that guy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And he just did that as a message to Rocky. It's not like he actually <laughs> wanted Apollo Creed. He just wanted to send a message. Oh, that's right. Come to my I saw, country. Yes. I saw just a couple of minutes on that. We have these great channels here in Northfield. I don't know where they come from, but they are not like pay movie channels, but they're premium movie channels of some kind. Well, I don't know. Use the term loosely. But one is retro, retroplex, and one is multiplex, and one is indieplex. And they show the weirdest assortment of movies. And Rocky Four was on uh, recently, and I was—I watched like a couple of minutes, but I was like, Whew, "No, I can't, I can't get into this now." But I gotta watch that movie like soon. Yeah. The channel is great too, because uh, I was flipping. That's often what I'll put on, like on mute, if I'm doing some audio work. And uh, but 
last night uh, I, was stum- I was surfing and the Explorers was ending. So I tracked down the next time it's on in the next couple of days. Yeah. So I'll have that on my DVR for our next well, uh, when, kids movie thing. When we come back from hiatus, so uh, for those of you listening, we're going to be going on a July hiatus after this episode. So we probably you probably won't see new ep- hear new episodes after this one until August, uh, most likely. Yeah. Um, so when we come back from that hiatus, we'll definitely try we're going to try to get the next cabin kid episode in uh with logan and pumps and then um i'm gonna actually tweet out ash and i are still gonna hang out with them on the 30th so oh great yeah that's awesome we're gonna go up to columbus and hang out with them and we're kind of planning this like week-long excursion where we're just gonna spend the week of the fourth on the road uh just bouncing around from place to place and Ooh. visiting whoever we can. So um, maybe we'll, we are kind of up in the air on the third and the fourth right now. Uh, we have stuff for the beginning of the week and stuff for the end of the week. So um, maybe we'll pass through Ritman for something. Yeah, maybe. man. So uh, nice. Usually hanging around this place. Yeah. So I've been hanging around this old town <laughs> too long, counting crows. Nice. 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 <laughs> I don't want to forget to say just for your own edification about Dolph Lundgren, he's got a TED Talk. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Genius. It's called On Healing and Forgiveness. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And I, I watched it a while back and it's like, uh, I think he grew up in an abusive household or something. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was, I was unexpected. And of course, you know, he's a super smart guy, actually. Yeah. You know, he like is like a mental level genius or something, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I've heard. S- yeah. Something's in that neighborhood. Uh yeah, so he's a, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, and I do have some JCVD stuff we could either get into now or later. I, I don't know. Um, Let's do it now. Yeah, we're all, I mean, there's always time for JCVD, right? <laughs> That's right. We'll just call this uh, the first actual installment of JC, JCVD and me. <laughs> oh, there you go. Excellent. Yes. Uh, so this came in the mail today. Uh, it's the Rewind Collection. You can see this on our YouTube channel. Uh, at this moment in the Lion podcast Heart. of Lionheart, nice. one of the one of my favorite JCVD movies, but what and it's got all these special features. I'm just going to rattle some off, but some are going to be of note here. Uh, the doesn't matter about the specs, original theatrical version and extended uncut English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Archival audio audio commentary by Sheldon Letters, the director, and Harrison Page, who is uh, um, Joshua the. Handler, the guy who talks a uh, mile a minute. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, God, there's so many things. New Lionheart Inside the Story, featuring interviews with cast and crew, including star slash co-writer Jean-Claude Van Damme. Awesome. <laughs> so there's more, but that's the thing that that is especially interesting about this, is it's the first uh, like supplementary con- content he has appeared on that I can think of since, say, Replicant in 2001 where he does that thing in the commentary where he's like, like I don't know. The movie's good. What do you want me to say? I'm he here with the, my friends. He does, I the think def, this was... he does the deaf narration is essentially the like, um, yeah. the, like <laughs> right. and then I do this across the screen. I yeah. Man in the face. Yeah. And exactly. Then, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was high on Coke. This movie. There's just no yeah. doubt. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, oh, and then, yeah. And that well, this was I remember back in the day, Dave used to get Entertainment Tonight, and, and these different. Entertainment, yeah. I don't know. 
Entertainment Weekly, but it was supposed to be called Wrong Bet. So when mm-hmm. you see him at the end, he's like, Wrong Bet. Yeah. That yeah. was supposed to be like the key phrase. In the, the <laughs> That's <name> right. Movie. <laughs> but then when it cut to the 80s theme, like, Wrong Bet. Like, yes. something like that. <laughs> That's what you get when you make a wrong bet. Oh, you know? <laughs> oh I want to see that version now. <laughs> Oh, and that's amazing! And the like yeah. in the yeah. credits, you know, like all those synth drums and everything, like that was great. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Don't bet against JCVD. That's right. It's a wrong bit. <laughs> I need the dance mix of what yeah. just happened. <laughs> and that's. It's all like quotes for those movies and stuff. Maybe that's the JC and me like theme, theme music. It's just like, what's going on? Let's go. There's all these like, little sound bites. Oh my God. So I haven't watched that yet, um, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> What do you say about Oh, um, I don't know. Thinking, and then after that was Death Warrant, which is supposed to have a different name. Yeah. Oh, just before it actually. Oh, yeah. Just before it. Yeah. Um, that was going to be called Dusted. <laughs> Dusted. That's Dusted. It. Yeah. And he does. I'm the Sandman, uh, Kurt. Oh, can't yeah. kill the Sandman. <laughs> Wait. Keep talking about Death Warrant. I'm gonna get the JC and me uh picture for the segment because of the, the Death Warrant mention. So. Uh, tell us what else you remember about Death Warrant while I grab that. The chick. She was hot. <laughs> he gets he, hot chicks in all his movies. I will give him that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and he was he was the thing back then, man. He was uh I look yeah. We were looking forward to every movie and uh, uh oh yeah, double impact. He had the the black silk underwear. Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing my MeUndies today, which are like they're Modal, but they feel like black silk underwear. Oh. Uh, they are black. MeUndies. Okay, so he, here's the uh, yeah, never did sponsor us, fuckers. Jerks. <laughs> There's some closet shrinkage going on with those underwear too, because eh? I they don't fit me as well as they used to. <laughs> yeah, work on but, your product, uh, me undies. Yeah. Uh, so this is the picture I was thinking of with the JC and me thing, and it's uh, it's me standing with a cardboard cutout of him and death from death warrant as though we're like taking a picture together as equals so <laughs> this is you can oh see it gosh. on our youtube channel and perhaps i'll <laughs> cut it into the segment oh. i'm even doing the like ridiculous half smile that he has like i was <laughs> i'm sorry about the glare <laughs> it's so so silly you have to get that uh, uh, you'll have to get that photo scanner app and take a picture. I tried actually. My phone is too old for it to work. Uh, but I just recently got a new printer scanner to make that happen. Gotcha. That was all for the um Oh my god. Oh, we're just down the rabbit hole now. That was all for the uh a, that, is that the a bunch JCB of other binder on your laptop? No, this is actually like one of my <laughs> my earliest like projects I made because that photo was part of a photo shoot in my bedroom <laughs> for something you could mail away from uh, to be on the cover ostensibly, you know, sort of, of this, of Inside Karate. So that's oh. <laughs> me on the cover of Inside Karate as a 11, 12-year-old. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> oh, my 
like Brandon and, Lee. That's bad. Oh, that's very generous. And I and I was doing my best to rock a double impact Chad double impact hair. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. that moment. Um, but that was also because uh, that was the first movie that Jacko and I tried to make together. This is even before like Moto remember like illusions where we disappeared. Yeah. Um, but yep. you know, it was all, all excited about double impact. And, um, and so we came up with this movie that we just called impact. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Plot. <laughs> the witty level of the creativity though for eight-year-olds is amazing like yeah. that's very kind oh man so <laughs> oh this is in like children's handwriting and it says plot hired assassin jake crisp after being chased down and shot by gangster edward napone is now dead to the known world <laughs> So, so the agency sends a rookie parentheses Lawrence Leone. Where I'm getting these names, I have no idea. A lot of them are important. <laughs> yeah, in his uh, sends a rookie in his place. The two assassins meet on a dock on Lake Erie. They later team up to kill Napone and his fellow gangster Tony Levita. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another. There's one more paragraph. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Holy shit. This, this is, is amazing. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for indulging me here. It, no, so the next paragraph is the only, the only thing is though, is you have to tweet some of this out. You can't like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll, yeah. I'll scan this. Now I can scan things. Um, so in the year of 84, Edward Napone threatened the police chief's family's life in order to keep them alive. He had to let the gangsters do whatever they want to the city. John Crisp, Jake Crisp's brother, was on the case as an FBI agent. He got a tape of one of the conversations between Napone and the police chief. John was killed, but the tape was passed on to his brother, Jake Crisp. <laughs> wow, I don't know where I was getting all that from, but that's where it ends. And then there's a budget sheet, $1.97 for hair gel. That's <laughs> 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 the first line item here. Uh, $3.98 for a videotape. Four ninety eight for a videotape, ninety nine cent audio tape, and dollar ninety seven for spray paint. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's the budget written in like red pencil. Oh Somebody's my! God. You got to get in the back. black. You got to get your your projects in the black, there, Dave. Like, oh wow, <laughs> there's there's more. Oh my god! And we did shoot uh, some scenes. Like, uh, computer tells the story. Oh, I guess there was going to be a, a prologue on screen. <laughs> Opening scene where. Jacko falls off the cliff. So I remember shooting that actually at Ritman Cemetery. Um, Crams was in it as one of the bad guys. I barely knew him, but Jacko did. And he was wearing a suit and a black turtleneck. <laughs> sounds like a villain. <laughs> I'm so sad this doesn't still exist. That sounds exactly like a villain. <laughs> and he was standing next to someone else. I can't remember who, though. Um, we filmed that. There's no. There's only one snippet of surviving footage from this, which I do have on a Vimeo page. It's all tweeted out with a password. <laughs> Actually, the password will be LWSD. I'll tweet out the... Oh, go. fuck it. Jacko's in it, but you won't recognize him. I'll just tweet a clip of the clip, like whatever Twitter will allow. So you won't have to get a password. Um, uh, the Another scene also, is I get a letter the- at my house or hotel. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Mona. I was going to say with the black turtleneck, black suit, I was like, all he needs to be doing is petting a cat. And I was like, 
That's Attila the Hun. <laughs> yes, from Lionheart. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Attila, a born killer. Uh, me getting hired. Jacko's house gun scene. Oh, that's the scene that survives, and it's almost line for line ripped out of Double Impact. <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, yeah. I here's a photo of a young Crams right there. I just put in the chat. Oh yeah, a, a young Crams in uh, <laughs> in Impact. <laughs> uh, wait, see if I can share my screen. Crams also killed me in the crow. <laughs> That's right. Oh Gets man! Blood pumping. Oh my face! Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Who is this guy you you've made up to be crazy? No, I, no I just, just I oh, just you just searched the suit suit in black turtleneck because that is like <laughs> a trope. That is like a villain look. Yeah. All of these guys, like if I here, let me just send the image search results because all <laughs> of these guys are like they look like villains. <laughs> what if they're dickies? If they're wearing a dicky, it's not a villain. Just... If they're wearing a dicky, that they are not a villain. That is the that's the nicest way I can say that. If they're wearing a dicky, they are not a villain. Or click that last link. <laughs> oh my God! There's yeah. Like all villains. I would say really he looks like Eddie Redmayne. One. There you go. Yeah. There. Look at that. Which one did Black you turtleneck. There you go. Young Crams, villain. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't look altogether different than the Eddie Redmayne that I've got up here now. <laughs> he had like a tuft of like blondish kid hair, and you know, Krams is kind of a like he was probably full grown a few just a few years later, so he's on the short side like I am. But <laughs> full grown a few years later at twelve, full grown at twelve. But I, yeah, I was almost one of those kids too. I was the big man on the post in basketball. Yeah. yeah, so was I. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> but in middle school, I was, you know, I had pretty much stopped growing taller. Anyway, we filmed a handful of scenes and it never, what, what, oh, it says Moto and me fight here. <laughs> uh, I basically have a shot list. Shoot us coming up the driveway, then back up into the garage, from the garage, shoot from the garage until Moto has thrown me on the ground after beating my head against the car. <laughs> Yes. Parentheses van. <laughs> we must have had a van. Number two out of three. Then stand between the van and the house until I take off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's all over. And then, then and then going number, down. Yeah. <laughs> the number three. Then shoot from the right side of the garage until the end of the scene. Oh my god. I'm not sure if we filmed that scene or not. Possibly. And I was such a fool to erase these things. All I can think of is the scene from the Goonies when Sloth takes off his shirt to reveal the Superman S. Oh, <laughs> like two brothers are just like, oh shit. <laughs> like, one of those <laughs> like, we're in deep shit now, Francis. <laughs> and that's all I, I just saw. It's like you taking off your shirt in that movie and like that that exchange going like, oh shit. Oh shit, what? Well, I mean, my yeah, I was. There was no muscles to show. Um, <laughs> woo, so, yeah, I don't know how I got there. Oh, JCVD, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, First installment. Yeah, so that was the main thing, kind of, uh, except for I had something I've been kind of thinking about doing, and I thought f episode 50 would be the a fun time to do it. Um, I put together a supercut of the things that he did in the exercise video series that I finished 
that made me laugh out loud. Now, I haven't got to watch it yet, but I did get the link. <laughs> I sent it to Moto earlier today because it was 11 and a half minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is funny. Well, two of the, the at the beginning, to the two first two minutes is just him explaining <sighs> what, what the series is. But that's still kind of long. So if you guys are not up for that, which I totally understand... <laughs> Uh, there's there's basically one thing that's probably about two and a half minutes that may or may not be funny, but I was when it happened, I was just like, what the fuck is this? So that's included in the longer one. What do you guys feel up for? You want to just do the shorter guy? Well, if you send the link, I could play the f- I could play it through the long walk short drink account. So then the oh, yeah. audio okay. would co- go over. So then. Our one viewer, thank you, one viewer. Uh, right. Hey, oh, that's good. Yeah. To uh, see it as well. So, and, and it that. would at least make it in the feed. You could splice in the actual video into the feed if you wanted to. When you, oh, yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm saying so, like, yeah. it looks clean and not jerky. Yeah. We might want to, uh, well, I don't know if we want to mute our mics, uh, but no, I could still do that. And it would just, yeah, it will work out. Um, okay. So I am going to put that in the, in the chat now it's unlisted on my own YouTube page. Okay. Um, because, uh, and I don't know if we'll get in copyright trouble because the, it, it got oh, pulled. Yeah. Like he, I, uh, I screen scraped these things cause I was worried. I'm like, I know the internet's going to take this away from me. Well, <laughs> and it did. Know, the, uh, Palmer's picks with cramps didn't even, they, yeah. that's not, not oh, did you try that. and click on that and it didn't work? Yeah, multiple times it's it's blocked. Oh, uh, it told me they blocked it in certain. I read that email. We got an email on that, and they said they blocked it in certain countries, but yeah, not blocked yeah. it completely. America must be one of the countries that I it's know. blocked. Yeah, because I could. That's why it's it. still listed. That sucks. Uh, I wonder. And I checked our. Uh, you know, because we get that sometimes because of the the break music or whatever like that. Not blocked usually, but uh, copyright notice. Yeah. And I checked our standing, and we have zero copyright strikes. So. Like, oh, good. YouTube's yeah. not mad at us. Uh, um. But well, I guess that's good. It it just is frustrating because it's an algorithm looking for that crap, and they've actually there like there's a there's a large portion of the of the YouTube community that's really upset about it. Yeah, and they've actually done like 30 minutes of just static, like fuzz that and played that 30 minute video. They posted that 30 minute video of just white fuzz, white noise and fuzz. And it got like 30 copyright claims within five minutes what of them the posting. That, like, and there's nothing in the video. It's just 30 minutes of fuzz. That's it. And wow. it's just their algorithm. There must be movies that have like, scenes that show fuzz in it you know what i mean yeah. like that, <laughs> that's our fuzz right, and that yeah. algorithm like picked the like matched those together and then said these are co- so like and it's not just youtube's algorithms youtube is opened up to studios have put out algorithms that scour youtube now looking for so it's not just youtube it's like abc says they're like says, hey, our bot found uh, this claim. No human being, and then all this is being done electronically. So like, no human being actually saw it with their own eyes. YouTube says, okay, we're gonna then let the producer know that there's a copyright claim against this video, and it's like, so then it's just, it, there's a lot. The reason the community is upset is because it 
one, it dissuades new con- new content creators from coming on because it just looks insurmountable. And it makes their content that they've been depending on, like some of these people, this is their job now, you know, yeah. in a, when it was much more loosey goosey, that's like you have, you're going to have growing pains with this. And it was much more loosey goosey. And yeah, nobody should be able to just steal content and make money off of it. I totally agree with that. Um, fair use is, I, I think there should be some firmer guidelines on fair use. Like what we're about to do, I totally see as fair use. Like we're celebrating yeah. something that we like and and we're and not actually promoting it to other people yes, to say, exactly. you know, exactly. this is worth buying. This is worth, you know, investing yeah. in. If you if you like our show, you might like this thing too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I feel like all of our stuff that we talk about usually comes from that angle. Like, we really like this thing, so you might like it too. And unless it's Val Kilmer, unless it's like, yeah. <laughs> Val Kilmer, like, like, don't I have I have embraced? Uh, this is like Dave and I. Dave will send me. JCVD gifs and I will send him <laughs> Nick Nolte gifs back like in response like, pretending it's Val Kilmer but, yes, yeah. but, but it's like it's not Nick Nolte it's Val Kilmer like because I yeah oh, man yeah well uh, that's the timing is too perfect for one of the other links I had in the spreadsheet which is simply the headline in the Hollywood Reporter Val Kilmer returning for Top Gun as Iceman oh <laughs> shit I knew it and it's here, let me see if I can find a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> With the turtleneck on. Yeah. Wait, yeah. share your screen when you when you get it, just so the YouTube yeah. will come up. <laughs> I but I remember when we first were talking about Val Kilmer and he it was kind of making fun of the fact that year a couple of years ago he was putting pictures of himself on Twitter saying, like, I'm ready for the sequel, and it seemed like there was no interest on anyone else's part from the creative team, <laughs> but thankfully that's not true. Oh God! You know what I heard today was uh, Bill and Ted's Three is they're planning for like 2010. Yeah, yeah. that's happening. Like, yeah, that's I. You know, greatest we one of our running jokes around here is Keanu Reeves, one of the greatest actors of our time, and then we say <laughs> many other people are the greatest actors of our time. Yeah, I I think Dad's one. first one was Nick Cage. He he would say, oh, and no. I don't know. If, the first time he said it, if he was being serious and I laughed at him <laughs> because of the, maybe it was because of the movie. I think it was, he was watching like ghost. What's the ghost rider. Anyway, I don't know, but it, that is funny. <laughs> wild stallions. And I don't know that movie nearly enough. Uh, I know I probably only saw it once. So I'm excited to kind of revisit that. I never saw the sequel. Bill and Ted's. You I never know. saw Bill, Bill and Ted's, Ted's here. once. This, look, here's Val Kilmer. So. This is Val Kilmer from, uh, <laughs> there he is. A young Val Kilmer from um, Top Gun. There's Iceman. He looks handsome. Iceman Katinsky or whatever. So unfortunately, he does. He looks great. There. This is, uh, but I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm looking forward to this. This is this is Val Kilmer here. <laughs> it's Iceman. This is the, the new Iceman. Unfortunately, I can't see. But oh wait! Oh, oh no! I closed it. Here. That's all right. I'll watch it later. Here we go. There he is. How about that? Can you see that? Uh, no, I'm on my phone. And oh, gotcha. Me. Yeah. That's Shit, all right. But there he is, the new Iceman. <sighs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. I've never seen that one. I'm looking so young. <laughs> Real Genius uh, was actually the thing I put on mute. Uh, 
No, you know what I did last night? I, I started with Real Genius on mute, which is on BBC America or something. And then I switched uh, to that one of those channels and watched Raw Deal, kind of, on mute, that Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, yeah. I figured it was something I would have seen and been familiar with and was kind of comforting. But A, I hadn't seen it. Two, it did not look good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Real Genius was on last night, too. And that's some primo Kilmer. Oh, uh, th- that movie, actually. So that one... Um, Top Secret. Have you ever seen Top Secret? It's so funny. This is all coming up because last weekend uh, we were sitting, the bride and I, kind of around breakfast time together in a place in the house we mostly usually don't. We lost Moto too, by the way. I don't know where it went. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, Anyways, we were eating breakfast. Oh, yeah. So, and we, I was flipping through channels trying to find something that I would enjoy that because she wasn't really paying attention. And I stopped on Top Secret because I saw it was Val Kilmer, like 85 or something, 84. Yeah. And so uh, we watched it for a while. I had never seen that. Uh, it's an old Zucker Brothers movie, right? Uh, the guys that did like Naked Gun. And oh, okay. yeah. uh, um, I'm trying to think of some of their other. They always do that. Like, is that like considered non sequitur comedy or? Uh, oh yeah, I don't know what what you would consider that style of comedy. Um, it's almost like a live action Family Guy. Whenever I see Family Guy episodes, that's what I like. I just picture he just ripped off the Zucker Brothers because they used to do that kind of humor all the time. You know? Yeah, it's really like big broad yeah. humor. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and oh man, I love that movie. Tops, it, it is so good. There's like when they wear the cow suit and they have the floppy boots on, and then I don't know if I saw that part. So the the villain betrays them, and he's he plays the they decide they're going to sneak in wearing a cow suit, and what the, they actually do is they put big rubber boots on an actual cow every time they're filming. That's supposed to be them in the suit. So like, but he plays the ass end of the cow. And when they're walking, a bull comes into pasture and like mounts them like while they're in the oh. suit. And so like later on in the movie, he's like holding them like at gunpoint and he has to walk and he like walks all like hunched over, like with this, like his ass, like in the air. Cause he got Never mounted seen a hero with his ass in the air like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm, as I think about, like, I was thinking about that long walk, short drink remembers today and like, oh, you know, these kind of like opening, because I haven't been playing many openings, theme songs that we have for the bits when they come up. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like it would break the mood. But I was daydreaming about what what clips from previous movies that would would now be classified as long walk, short drink remembers. And I thought about, you know... Um, when I thought about maximum overdrive, that was a line to come to. Oh I yeah, up immediately. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, with no, without question, that that for sure would be a long walk, short drink. Remembers in the vignette there. Um, I really like the direction too. Since we're talking about all this now, the direction that you're moving with the video feeds, like the that lower third looks really good. And um, thanks. Yeah, I for uh, viewers, listeners, I. Just started when we do a segment, um, I'm putting up like a thing on the video feed that links uh, to our Twitter, the respective Twitter accounts. So when we do a Dave's Digs, I put up my Twitter account and that hashtag, which if you go to the hashtag, you'll see like the past things that appeared in that segment. And Palmer's for Palmer's pleasure, the shit the bride says. 
Uh, I just started doing that uh, last episode yeah. 49. It was fun, though. Yeah, no, it's a good time. Um, Thanks. I wish... You know, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, go on. Uh, just a, another little co- coincidence as we were talking about Val Kilmer and uh, Top Secret. I listened to the first of two episodes recently since the very long hiatus of uh, Squadcast. Uh, oh, good. Oh, yeah. There we got Moto back. Yeah. Uh, and they talked sorry, about that. No, you're fine. Glad to, ha- glad to have you back. We're just, I don't even know what we're talking about. Still Val Squadcast. <laughs> Squadcast, uh, yeah. Squadcast went on hiatus. Now they're back. What did they talk about, though? In uh, They talked about Top Secret a little bit. And, really? Uh, yeah, in, in early Val Kilmer movies. I, uh, well, I mean, there's Top Secret. There's, there is um, Real Genius. Yeah, those are the two. Those, I mean, those two all, like... Those would definitely be Long Walk Short Drink. Both of those I could see being Long Walk Short Drink remembers movies. At least Real, Real Genius, Genius is for sure. Yeah, that's, that's I love that you love that movie because that's one of the bride's all-time favorite movies and I had never seen it until she and I got together. Oh, is it so good and just like I I love everything about that movie. It, it, like, I don't know. All of that sounds good. It, 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 you know, it's a group of smart kids and they're it reminds me of Space Camp, the sh- the movie Space Camp. Have you oh, sure. Like that, yeah, I have the VHS downstairs. That's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, that, I love that, that movie. That little... scene with Kelly Preston and Leah Thompson before they go into space in their underwear and a long T-shirt. <laughs> Please. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, other things happen in that movie, but for Church, me... Give me your belt. <laughs> what? Give me your belt. You're a genius. Like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, that I loved Space Camp. Yeah, that's a, such you know, a great time. They get the time. bill for breaking Daedalus, right? Like, wait, wait, oh yeah. did your parents get the bill for breaking Daedalus? Right. And isn't Tom Skerritt? Am I making that up? Is Tom Skerritt from Top Gun in, in uh, Space Camp? Tom Skerritt is in Space Camp. Is he? No, he's, oh, good. he's like God. he's the veteran, um, the veteran astronaut who like talks yes, them back good. down, right? Like, okay, yeah. Uh, and that's what I, I I have to imagine that in the new Top Gun that Maverick is going to be like like um, Tom Skerritt was to Maverick in Top Gun. Maverick will be in that place in his career. Awesome. Tom Skerritt. So awesome. <laughs> oh, but so just a little more on the Squadcast connection. Um, uh, that documentary is called... Oh, and it was funny. They're talking about Real Genius. And they're like, and who played Laszlo in Real Genius? I don't know the actor's name, but it's the same guy that plays the werewolf, the Wolfman, and yeah, Monsters. Um, no, that he actually came up on. Uh, there was a so one of the Reddits that I'm subscribed to is Today I Learned, and or maybe it wasn't even in a Today I Learned, but somebody was like, I just had my mind fucking blown because the and it must have been somebody. This is so funny because it must have been somebody that listened to this Squadcast because they were like. The guy who played the werewolf in Monster Squad was the same guy who was. What referenced it? What What are some other roles that he Uncle played? Rico? He was Uncle Rico. Oh yeah, that's Napoleon what everybody Dynamite. freaked out about. They were like, the guy who played the werewolf in Monster Squad played Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite, and. Oh, yeah. I don't like the way you're looking at me, Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, and they then they started quoting a, a bunch of Napoleon Dynamite, uh, and so um, 
But then later on, they were like, he was also Laszlo in Real Genius. And then somebody was like, he was Ben Linus's dad on Lost. Yeah. And um, trying to find his name, shit, so that I don't. Carl, Thur- that's not right. Yeah. That must be the person under the makeup. Um, oh, I hate it when this happens. Just looking for Laszlo. Yeah, there my Monster Squad. Was... Or Grice. Ah, yes. G-R-I-E-S. There it is, yeah. Because somebody finally like linked to his IMDb page, and it's like that guy is in every movie because he is every man. Like that's like he ah. plays every man like perfectly. And um, when you look at his IMDb page, it is ridiculous. He's in so much. Uh, just his known for is Napoleon Dynamite, Men in Black, uh, The Rundown, and Real Genius. Those are the four movies that they list. And those range from like 85, 2003, 97, and 2004. Um, 142 acting credits he has. He's so intense in Monster Squad. And and in case this is someone's first long walk short drink, go back a couple episodes, maybe 46. I don't know. We did a Monster Squad episode. They're going to kill your son. Yeah, I know. And he's like, rock me up. (laughs) It's so awesome. (laughs) fucking outrageous so <laughs> yeah no they, um there's a bunch of guys we like last year um he like he plays the everyman uh we they we lost one last year he was an older guy he just passed away and he was another one that played he's just like he's been in so many movies harry dean stanton oh yeah He's just been in so many fucking movies that when you like some of these actors and actresses like this are just uh, they're like comfort food. They're familiar because they're in so many movies like this guy has 204 acting credits. Um, That's I mean, that's not even counting the ones that they don't get credits for. Right. (laughs) That that they probably just like do because somebody wants to put them in the fucking movie because they're in every fucking movie, you know? (laughs) Uh, So um, some of these guys, some of these actors and actresses, you just get, you just get comfortable seeing them. Watkins. I wonder what Watkins is. I think he's one of those, one of those guys. To say how many, Oh my God, it must be a billion. Oh yeah. That, that thing he said years ago where it's like he always says yes if they ask him. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if that's and still he, true, but and he has room in his calendar. And right. <laughs> that the uh, 132 acting credits for him. Oh, he's so, up there. Yeah. I mean, I, oh. I I think if you get a career as to get a career as an actor to have anything over 50 or 75 even is just like impressive. Yeah. I lo- yeah, always loved his, ju- his justification for that too. Is is he's like I'm an actor. This is my job. Why would I turn down work? You know, and it's it's nice to know that he hasn't. I it's probably not the angle that he's coming from, but I always took that as very endearing. It's like he never forgot where he came from and the hard work it took to get there. You know, so like it's like somebody that survived the depression, hiding their money in the backyard, burying their money in the backyard in yeah. case the depression ever came again. It's like, I'm not going to turn down work because I remember being a starving artist, like trying to make it. And then I finally did, you know? So why would I start getting picky and turn down work? Because what if the work dries up then? So, or you just Keanu Reeves, you take the subway and you just give away all your money and 
that what he does. <laughs> oh man, he's like he's an awesome person. Like yeah, and the, the more you learn about Keanu Reeves, like he has had a tragic fucking life. Like oh, I didn't know that. For him to be as nice nice of a person as he is, he lost like he his sister I think to cancer. Or... His sister, his wife, he, he, they lost a baby. Like they they were about to have a baby and then the baby she miscarried and then right around that or pretty soon after that the his the mother of that baby ended up dying his sister died like just tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy and he just like always is a nice guy i was telling ash i saw i've seen some photos of him recently like since the um the me too movement and everything has like took off in Hollywood any photos you see of him where fans are like standing side by side like their arms are around him you can always see both of his hands in every photo <laughs> because he's just like fuck no not happening like you know what I mean? like he's like you are not going like you're going to make sure we're going to make sure that everybody can see where my hands are you know yep, so up here. <laughs> yep uh so yeah it's good to hear he's a good dude yeah, I, I'm so fucking excited for Bill and Ted 3 because I've been watching, like, him and the other guy, which I don't know Alex why. Alex Winter, is that yeah, his name? That's, yeah, that's his name. Um, they both have been working for about the last decade, at least, trying to get this third movie made. Uh, I can remember seeing Alex Winter on a late-night show, like... Keanu Reeves was on there and they brought Alex Winter out to announce that they were going to make the third Bill and Ted. Like they finally, like they were on board for it and everybody freaked out. That was like five years yeah. ago. You know what I mean? Like, so they haven't given up yet. They have not given up. That's the other thing too, is like they want to make this movie and which means if they pull it off, like it could be really good. So uh, I'm interested to see how they, I, I love both of those movies. I think, um, the second one is just as good as the first one. I know a lot of people don't like it, but man, is it good? I've watched, uh, oh. yeah. I mean, of course, like Kickboxer is like all time, just phenomenal movie. As far as if you, uh, I mean, like real Muay Thai fighters, like it's just been inspirational to so many people, whether you're a fighter or not. Um, but of course, you know, two, they go to Cody and three, still Cody. Well, I, Call him Cody from a show he was on. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember and, uh, the character's name. But I've seen those enough now to where I'm like, uh, you know, they're watch like watching a B movie, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't like them at first and they've kind of grown on me little tidbits here and there. So, yeah, no. Yeah. It's always oh. nice when the real, the, when the main cast is retained for sequels that yeah. Yeah. helps. You just get to spend more time Absolutely. with the dynamic. Well, and that they don't like just scrap the original ones to reboot it. I like some of sometimes where it's like, okay, well, let's instead of rebooting it, how about we just revisit those characters? Like, where where have yeah. they? Yeah, where are Bill and Ted after thirty years? You know what I mean? Kind of like, like Cobra Kai. Yeah, oh! it, just like Cobra Kai. <laughs> Never die. We got to do the Karate Kai episode when we come. Oh up. yeah, uh, that's got to that's got to come. We have up. to formalize uh, that calendar deal and and stick to it. That's the other thing too is like we keep we say we're gonna do it and then we don't. We do, something else happens. I have watched every episode at least three times. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. 
shit. Amazing. I am. I, uh, I am. Uh, it's, I am. It's really lacking. Yeah. No. I. It's I have fun. to do it. I. It. It looks fantastic. I hear nothing but good things about it. Um. I make a one come back with from the break. You know, you get some time to time watch. Break. Absolutely, and then we still get Moto two episodes in a row. That's my yeah. that's my secret <laughs> plot. Uh, more Moto, <laughs> more Moto. Yeah, name so twice. So nice, gotta say it twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so uh, one last squad cast related thing. Uh, they have a Patreon page and are starting to do video cast, which is kind of fun. Um, but uh, they that so the documentary is. It's called Wolfman's Got Nards about the phenomenon <laughs> of Monster Squad okay. th- that they have made together. And it's currently pretty much only at film festivals, but it did just make uh, a con appearance with them at Denver Comic-Con where, oh, where Twinkie was volunteering. That's so awesome. I was, I was hoping I, I literally oh. just listened to this episode today. So I was, I, you know, obviously we was hoping to see Twinkie anyway, which, you know, we still might, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'd be curious if he saw those guys walking around because they were there. Oh, so was Val Kilmer. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I hope he printed my photo that I gave him for Val Kilmer. <laughs> to print out. Just in case. I mean, you'd hate to not have a photo if you ran into Val Kilmer, right? <laughs> Are you pulling it up? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. It's the one. It's the, it's it's the, the photo. <laughs> 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 you don't even have to you don't even have to type more than just his name and it'll come up like oh, here it is Val Kilmer open image <laughs> in the new tab here he is good old Val oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's intense <laughs> oh good old Val what is that shirt <laughs> That's a Hawaiian shirt, is what that is. I guess, in the I guess shirt. yeah. <laughs> um, so Moto, when he shares the screen like that, it doesn't—you can't see it. Yeah, but last time, that's when I lost you guys. So. Oh, <laughs> you probably have okay. to like click over some, some weird. Yeah. I, okay. I um the mobile stuff gets really screwy, uh, because I I try to do that where we just were going to meet uh, like just to, just to talk. I tried to do w- kind of this setup here just so we would get a video on my phone. So that way I, I like the idea of just being able to do a quick conversation without a whole setup, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it will only let me almost like periscope from my phone. So like I could broadcast me and I could share that URL with other people, but they would interact like, like they do now if they go to our YouTube channel, they wouldn't actually be a part of the 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 live stream. So I we wonder if we we try to watch the video together if if it won't work for Moto or if you're click over to your to No, your, because uh, it will work because it'll play like it's a person like it's it's gonna play like it's Oh uh, right, right. That's right. Like a that's of the something else. Yeah. Yeah. So what I should be able to do is let me cue this up first. And I'll I'll narrate a little bit and help fill things in both for Moto who can't see it, but also for our, our podcast listeners who, you know, just hear us and don't see us. Though you can see us, uh, see the episodes on YouTube either as they happen um, or, uh, you know, these live streams as we're talking now, you can be here with us online. 
and or you can watch uh when when they are uploaded to our youtube page uh search long walk short drink on youtube and please subscribe and click the bell we're trying to get to 100 subscribers so we can get our unique url um we're about halfway there <laughs> uh what was i gonna say about so the the clip actually uh van damme himself sets up what it is so i'll just sort of cue right. visual things and clarify some of the english sometimes <laughs> let me see here oh no hang on keep keep uh uh, keep vamping. Yeah. Uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, Palmer usually does such a great do- job of running down like our our uh, promotional things. Um, you can uh, you can get a free audio book on there us you if you go to uh, audibletrial.com slash lwsd. Uh, I am currently listening to Cujo, uh, the Stephen King book, um, which I am enjoying. I don't know if we'll have a King Corner later, uh, in which I'll talk about it, perhaps. If not, but that's uh, in the audiobook. I don't know. It's narrated by. I'll look that up real quick. But it's a female narrator. She's quite good, and I think it's not necessarily a newer book, um, but uh, it's the one that's the book Stephen King doesn't remember writing because he was in the sort of deepest part of his uh, uh, alcoholism. So uh, he says he still likes it though. Uh, Cujo audiobook. Yes. So go to audibletrial.com slash LWSD. You can find uh, Cujo. Listen to that along with me. I still don't know who's narrating it, but uh, what else? Uh, you can find us on Twitter um, at LWSD pod. And I uh, post supplementary content from the shows there. Uh, and of course you can find, it would be great if you subscribe on any and all these podcast platforms, whether or not you use them. But if you go to, uh, you know, I, uh, Google Play, iTunes, which is what not just called podcasts on uh, your Apple phone. <laughs> Palmer is so much better at this. I'm just like, ah, ah. <laughs> People are like, my, no, the, the laptop updated, stupid fucking Windows updated, and like it killed the um, the way to feed to share the audio stream. So I had to reinstall that real quick in the audio mixer. <laughs> Uh, that's how long it took me to not even get through all of our shit (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. amazing uh what else do what else did you leave subscribe (laughs) to the podcast on any of the uh of your favorite streaming service yeah Um, i talked about youtube i talked about uh, twitter Twitter. follow us on twitter at lwsd pod what audio book did you recommend i'm listening to cujo oh man Yeah. yeah no that's uh Man, is that a good one? Is it the woman from the movie Cujo narrating it? Oh, see, that's what I was. I was a little bit stuck on trying to figure out who the narrator is. Because um, that's the mom from ET. Is the woman? Is that who it is? He Holy played, crap! In uh, the movie, who plays the mom? Which I haven't seen yet. That's one of those yeah. things with me and the Stephen King. Somehow I missed it all. Is it so? It's Lorna Raver. Ooh, that doesn't sound like. No, that doesn't sound like it would be her. Oh, she narrated As I Lay Dying, which I've actually heard that. Huh. I'd recommend that, too. Oh, she uh, married Wallace is, is, the, is the mom. Yeah, okay. That's that's kind of I can picture. I like this Laura, narrator, though. Laura who? Rainier? Laura. Lorna, sorry. Lorna Raver. Uh, she's, uh, I believe that's who. Well, let me pl- click this sample quick. <laughs> She's Did fantastic. you put the blankets back? Yeah, it is her. Um, she does a, I, I, yeah, we've talked before about sort of the perils of, I don't know, men doing women's voices or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I, I like the way she's 
handling this uh, well, this text. He, I feel like King does a really good job of his books are to- always told from a person's perspective, right? And that yeah, person, yeah. and he. I mean, he has clout, so he can say, this book is told from a woman's perspective. I want this woman to read this book, right? Yeah. Um, He, for the girl who loved Tom Gordon, randomly, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's like the only one that reads, this is the only book that she reads for him, but Anne Heche reads that book, and it it's like perfect. It like, she reads it like yeah, this, I'm, I'm, this 10-year-old girl that, it just fits for some Anne Heche's smoky voice somehow fits for this girl. But yeah, no, I, I totally am with you that, that it's usually women trying to do man's voices. I can usually look past a man trying to do a woman's voice, but I don't know what it is when a woman tries to do a man's voice. Somehow it throws me off. It's weird. I'm the, I think I'm the opposite. I'm finding I'm not oh, sure really? why that is. Yeah. I just don't like that. Like, you know, they raise the pitch and, so, I don't know. For some reason, it bugs me. that bugs yeah. me more than uh, the other way around. But that's all right. It takes all kinds. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I oh, you can't do a web. I tried to chat the the uh, YouTube link. But I guess you can't do that. Um, let me try. I think we can. I know. I think this will work. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. I unmuted right. my mic, so now let's go. So again, um, this is uh, these are the parts of the trainwithvandam.com exercise video series that I completed that made me laugh. They made me laugh out loud when I was trying to uh, to work out. Um, so um, Moto, I hope you can uh, hear this along with us, yeah. and um, certainly it'll be right. integrated into the uh, the the uh, podcast later. So it's a little long. Just the the first op- opening minutes, couple of minutes here. He just sets up what the series is, and then it gets into the nonsense. All right, let's see how this goes. My name is Jean Claude Van Damme. Lots of people know me, but some may not me. And this some may not me. First time. <laughs> I want to give something back to the audience, people who made me. And I want to show you something very unusual, how to train, how to stretch, how to become muscular. I could swim in those blue eyes. I've been training since I was 11. I've done martial arts, I've done ballet, I've done weightlifting, I've done stunts. So I've got lots of injuries. And I adapt a way of training, which I believe it's the best for everybody. I'm talking to people from 18 to 85, 95 years old, okay? That's how we're gonna see it, okay? We're gonna create- You got the high arm strap shirt on. I want one of those. (laughs) It says JCVD in the corner. (laughs) I need my strap shirts where they go up into the armpit like that. straight if everything is in order to touch every sport you want to do. So this is going to be the base of the maintaining the body and this and this and that, okay? If I make some mistakes in English, forgive me because I'm shooting outside the U.S. I'm in Hong Kong right now, so all my accents are mixed. So I want now to show you how to train in your office or apartment or anywhere you want without weights to start with. 
okay? And you must follow me very carefully. I may be boring first, but you have no choice. You've got to start first step by step, like with martial arts, with movies, you've got to start step by steps, okay? So I'm gonna take you step by steps. Even people who have a lot of muscle, those big guys from the gym, you're welcome to my lesson to have a different type of attitude, maintaining, to be strong physically and also strong mentally. Because I've been around the world, I've made lots of mistakes, and I would like to give you some of my opinion about the way of life. Thank you so much. You don't need any weights, like always. I promise this, you will. This gets into the stuff that makes me laugh. Without weights. No the, blue, the blue shoes are great, man. Not too much headache. And by the time you go to a gym, happened to me before, you know, you come back home, you're tired in the morning. By the time you drive, you park. I'm not selling this lesson. What I'm saying to you, it's a very, very easy way of training without all the headache of the traffic and everything. Not to be tired arriving to the gym or beep. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Let me find something to squat on. We'll say. <laughs> That was actually the next moment. <laughs> Jeez, there was no cut there. You didn't put that. Gun no, I didn't. I didn't create that juxtaposition. Oh, this, this piece of wood to train my legs is that simple. Two times ten, three times, then four times twenty, 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 then five times fifty, fifty, fifty. I guaranteeing you legs like this. But let's not go so far. But I'm telling you, that's all I do for my legs, and they are very. Very powerful. That's how I look at my legs. So <laughs> sometimes I'm having fun and look at this. I listen to some music at home. I know the position of my body. So I stay in a stand like this, not too low, just halfway. And I, you know, I do like some stuff like this, you know, because I know my position, not to do now, go back and forth, and this then I stay. I'm tired. I come back. Oh, I take a guard. And you know, you can work like this home and stop in some angle and you go back. Oh, I'm tired. Normally, it's three times eight. I can do them again. Let's go. That's hilarious. That's what he tries not to actually have to do the exercises. Yeah. He starts to laugh here. He goes, five, six. Eight. I was trying to escape. <laughs> Eight. Don't do that fantasy. Okay, next one. Don't do that fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. Stay inside your cocoon. Look at my feet. And we go. Next one. Straight. One. Two, three, don't show your suffering. Five. Don't show your suffering. It's scary. <laughs> try. Wow. Have, try. This one got me. Have, try. Wow. Come back. Okay. A kick is coming. Try. Okay. A kick is coming. Next one. <laughs> Almost touching the floor of the neck. And eight. Oh. Uh, very good, guys. Truly. 
let's move on. Oh. If it's too heavy, the, the first or second ten, do without weight, okay? Not a problem. Now, he does got some guns. I'll give him that. Come out of frame, and I'm coming back into frame like in GCBD was the finish shot. I feel like weights. <laughs> I can start with a bottle, then I feel like weights. One day I'm tired. You have to listen to your body, okay? Because if you start to go like, oh, I'm going to go by the way to turn. It's okay. Dave, you got to make your hair oh, that color. No. <laughs> yes. It's supposed to go. You have the JCVD cut. Now you need it that color. <laughs> oh, man. He just had Giuliani eyes. Did you see that? He did like a crazy face here. Like, I got to yeah. do my training, my program. No, you got to listen to your buddy, and your buddy will listen to you. <laughs> Let's go. Hop, turn, one. Yeah. It's almost fascinating. It's yeah. almost as fascinating to watch you and Moto react. <laughs> oh, there he's just like when you have to do another side. He's like, ah, that's life. <laughs> watch this now. He sets down the weights. He does these little rests, and then he does that with his body. <laughs> oh, is he flexing his shoulders? He's standing up straight. He's got a lot about alignment. He's like, got it. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Sometimes I just start talking weird. I thought it was funny. Six. He's, started, he's sweating five, a lot. Oh, yeah. Eight. Okay. He's sweating like a whore in church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These noises, no. Oh, no. He, but he was going like. <laughs> Imagine I've been walking. Like and I that? Sweat. Walking oh. like that? <laughs> yeah. And I sweat. There he checks himself out in the mirror. <laughs> I make her carry a mirror just so I can do that on her walk. <laughs> Hold it up. I could not see myself. Yeah. <laughs> that must Did give I her a good pain? workout. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. With me? Me too. <laughs> Does he try? Does he try to get out of the exercises in all of them? Like no, no, he just did it that one time. But there, he's just like, I don't know, he just kind of lost his train and kind of cracked up. Here he's talking about how he's been doing this for six years. It's very strong, powerful, very powerful. Oh, this is hilarious. I know. I, I this, uh, got something for the rooms. Five, six. Smart. <laughs> You got something for the what? For the brooms. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's hilarious. Listen closely here. One more. Yeah, one more today. Yeah, one more. One more. Okay. One more. Start to piss me out now. I've got one more move. <laughs> Start to piss me off. This one's great too. He just told that girl, he's like, I got one more move for your breasts. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> The push-ups between the chairs. Oh, here we go. This is fucked up. Of a door. If I slam a door non-stop, the door will not break. But Wait for later, it. the hinges of that door will break. One day I was kidnapped in Moscow. And, uh, <laughs> Just like pops off with this. Break a door. And I was stuck in a corridor. And they came down staircase. I smelled a rat. Didn't go for the door, but the um, was taken away. How you call that the, uh, the what? The, yeah, yeah, the clutch. Whatever it is to close the door was 
gone. It was like a hole. I ran back, but the door was in metal. And I said to myself, it's over for me. I didn't have any uh, phone to call my wife. And my desire was to call my wife more than anything else, because that's it. They're going to come and I'm over. So I run in that corridor and I felt like I'm going to break my foot, my leg, my bones going to come out, you know, my tibia. I felt that way. But my head was outside that door and I run and I run and I jump in the air and I did that my Gary in Japanese that, you know, like front kick in the air. The door didn't break. What happened? The inches, they blow out of the wall and inside those so-called driver, they were so surprised. They took the teaser. Some more people came in. I didn't fight. Too many people. I run. By the way, it's a good tips for self-defense. When you see six, seven people, no matter what, except the gun, you have to be careful. It's time to run if you have the possibility of running. But that kick, that power, that will save my life. Today, I'm not with the pigs being eaten and my teeth somewhere in the lake. I will talk to you soon. Jesus Christ. That was it. That was the end of that lesson. He just pops off with like, one time I was kidnapped in Moscow and I had to break a door down and save my life. (laughs) And you got to run. I guess. Thank you. Thank you for listening to all that. And in the time that it took Jean-Claude to tell that last story, we got Double D now. Double D. Welcome, sir. Good evening, boys. Um, I didn't can't see you, but hopefully I will hear oh. soon. Um, so yeah, I didn't want to interrupt JC and me. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking around a couple names. I think JC VD and me is for guys that don't know JC as well as you know JC. Yeah, Not like that's I right. do. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. think we can trim that quite a bit. That title, but I didn't know that story though. I, so. <laughs> Oh goodness! Well, so there, yeah, there you go. But now, now <laughs> the gang. Well, the gang's almost all here. But Double D has joined us. I'm so glad you did. What is, what is happening, sir? How, how have you been? Oh man, been uh, loving life, uh, living the dream. <laughs> no complaints. Enjoying summer. Oh, having a great time. If awesome. only. Oh man, if only everything in life would just kind of wrap itself up nice and neat. That'd be. A lot better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. There he is. I can see you now. All right. Oh, there Absolutely. he is. It's good to see you, buddy. This yeah. is we got double D two episodes in a row. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Double like D said, back to back. It's like back to back. D D D. It's like quad D. Quad D. And I guess uh, we're talking guys on the podcast it kind of is i guess right <laughs> could maybe say it's double impact that may be a little too much d but oh well there's yeah. never too much d, a little, too much. Lot of d. that's what she said <laughs> there it is <laughs> here's the thing at the beginning about uh, uh is the assolingus or whatever you called it analingus assolingus <laughs> <laughs> is exactly what i'm going to call it though from now on I want to call the episode that. <laughs> yeah, episode 50, Asalingus. 
Well, I can't wait to use that one on Ash. So you want to uh, you want to try some Massalingus tonight? Oh man, Double D, you like you you missed you missed the whole Analingus conversation. Yeah, I, I was catching a little bit of it earlier. I don't know if you had if you noticed you had a few um a, a random viewer popping in and out. That was that was me earlier. So I was trying to get some stuff accomplished and and I could put you on my. Uh, had you in my ears for a little bit before I could actually get on cam with you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I did see that. We were up to three, so, and then we dropped down to two. We're at one right now. Um, If it's the same viewer that's been – we've had one consistently pretty much the whole show. So thanks for watching, uh, whoever you are. Um, Man, fantastic. And there's still – I'm still holding out. We could see a Twinkie in here too. So – I've got to say, one of the things keeping me busy, um, I've been staying uh, actively mentally engaged, uh, going back through some of the uh, earlier um, podcast episodes, and man, Long Walk Short Drink has come a long way. Oh, yeah? From those early episodes. Like not, how? To, not to discourage any of you uh, new listeners, this is your first podcast. You've missed a lot of great episodes. You're going to want to go back and check about the uh, first 49, I'm sure. Um, but the, the 182 it is, hours of it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the double D's been through eight times. <laughs> um, the uh, it's it's just so funny hearing some of the um, you guys, you and Dave used to spitball a lot more podcast episode potentials. Oh um, yeah, early. Like, oh, that'd be a great <laughs> show. Oh, that'd be a great show. Oh, that'd be a great show. Um, and some of them you've touched on. Some of them are still kind of floating out there. Um, Spaceballs. I don't know how that's still. Sp- yeah, I don't know how that happened. That, that's that's gonna be that should be a long, long, short drink remembers episode for sure. Oh man, that's yeah, almost. Great. I mean, that well yeah. for me, I, I at least it was definitely as prevalent as Star Wars was in my childhood. Like once it was released, you know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, like um, one of my best friends, um, and I had two really, really close friends growing up. Um, you know one of them, of course, yeah. uh, Sumo, and then um, another uh, another kid, Eric. Um, he and I were we're best friends, and um, when uh, we would spend like all summer, we'd spend I'd spend the night at his house. Like I just lived there. It's like they had another son, um, and this was way back, like in elementary school. You know, we're talking like second, third, fourth grade, that kind of stuff. And um, like Spaceballs was it? Like that was our go-to. Um, man, same thing with with Sumo. We would watch Spaceballs, and um, here's a movie that I haven't had to type up yet. Um, do you guys remember the Disorderlies? Did any of you watch the Disorderlies? Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, that was a huge go-to for me. Like we, I've probably seen that. 20 times that's the fat boys in that the right boys, absolutely and then um isn't the the antagonist in that is the guy from the twisted sister videos and he was the mm-hmm. like the bad guy in like a, a few of those he plays that same character almost right in a handful of 80s movies including the twisted sister videos yeah exactly uh, do you want to do with your life? Yeah, that guy, that guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
which just a slight sidebar just since i brought it up there's a twisted sister documentary it is the most amazing music one of the most amazing music documentaries I've oh ever really watched. yeah wow. huh. motor and i are suckers for those what what's it called <laughs> yeah um let me see if i can find the name of that uh we can go back to space balls while i look for it um or disorder or disorderlies while we like i can't believe holy shit i never thought to talk about disorderlies like there's a thing like I, I've mentioned plenty of times that HBO was what like my mom splurged on. And, and part of that was just because she knew that it would keep, I, I would watch movies. And so that was one, that was a summer one that there was like a string of summers that they would just, you again, you would know it was summertime because disorderlies was on the TV. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> uh, he, like, you remember your uncle where he like took this for di- for his diabetes and like he lifts off all this like and then one day he's just like I'm gonna stop taking everything and then he felt good well maybe that'll happen here <laughs> oh man <laughs> forever I don't know that movie I have to write that one down too That's um, not... go ahead I seen it yeah. in a while yeah write it down I haven't seen it in a while <laughs> I am gonna go out on a limb and say it will not age well probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a funny feeling been, if you come into that in your late mid to late thirties, that will not be as enjoyable as if you're in your mid to early teens. <laughs> just FYI, it stars the Fat Boys. If you remember right. the, the rappers, the Fat Boys. Right. Oh, I, I I don't really remember oh, that either. So as a, actors. As actors. That's <laughs> starting to come back at the at the beginning of the decline of their career as rappers. Right. Oh boy. <laughs> um, oh, that's they've got some great beatboxing and some some mad hip hop going throughout. It's it's kind of like Vanilla Ice and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> go, go ninja, go exactly. ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Ninja, ninja, rap, ninja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna. Cause... Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, the well, name of the doc that Twisted Sister documentary is, uh, this is why I had to look it up. We are Twisted Fucking Sister. That's the name of it. Oh, nice. Um, and what did you watch it on? Like, which platform? Netflix. Okay, great. So it, it, it looks like it is on Netflix. Cool. And it is, it will make you, if you like, it will just make you appreciate how hard they worked and how uh, we've talked about, I know Dave, you've talked about your, in, in Moto 2, your like trials and tribulations with trying to like be an independent music artist and just how you're not going to get any recognition until you've done all the hard work yourself. Right. And this is a great example of where that was starting to, the the music industry was starting to shift to that was pretty much their only way that you would get signed is if you had already done all that legwork and so they are already established and like, you're already oh, yeah. established and we so <laughs> in this documentary you, you find out like twisted sister like they had like a they were a tri-state following like they're they were just huge they were selling out they they were being pegged 
to support headliners and bring because they would bring a bigger crowd than the headliner coming into this wow. area. You know what I mean? Like, and so, and, and there was finally this executive at one of the late, like the studio or the record labels that was just like, why don't we have a fucking contract? Like, why aren't these guys selling records for us? And he worked for like seven years trying to convince like, he finally, he's like, I finally had a CEO, like this, the CEO of the American division. I had a meeting with him and the first words out of his mouth were, if you bring up twisted sister, you're fired because it <laughs> oh, wow. like pushed it so much. And then he like weaseled in, there was like some merger happened and he was able to weasel a deal in finally for this group and like, but it just shows how hard they worked like to make this happen. And like, he, they do a show over in Britain. They got booked for the show in Britain when they're finally starting to break. And like the glam hair metal scene had not hit Britain yet. And they were over there trying to put it out like in their full makeup. And yeah. Like, they're you know, like outrageous. Yeah. And like the, this, and it was a punk show and they're like, they're dressed as like <sighs> twisted sister. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. And like, so D Snyder did something that he had never done on stage up to that point. Like he got a towel and he's like, I like he scrubbed his makeup off and he's like, I'll do this just because I want you to hear our music. And like, by the end of that show, he like won the crowd over. Like they wow. like, but he was like willing to compromise their act. Like their, their, what their mm -hmm. shtick was because he believed so much in the music. It was just, it's a great documentary. And it will He's make hardcore. you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, man. Like when the, uh, uh, what was it? The parental advisory. He was on yep. the board for that. And... Yep. That brought him and John Denver together, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Cause John Denver was, as, was against it just as much as D. Snyder was like that, that wow. kind of labeling and sensory. So, like, they kind of became allies, like, un, like working towards uh, getting away from that. So, like they weren't gonna take it anymore. <laughs> you were <laughs> not gonna take. <laughs> no, they weren't gonna take it. Not anymore. No, <laughs> they're not gonna take it anymore. Not in the back anymore. Is that what no. Because oh. <laughs> I don't do that anymore either. <laughs> Well, sometimes. They're, well, I I, just, I don't God. want to put a declarative on anything. You know, at the moment, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, Moto. I think we just need Man, to leave little... that. Just, just not. Uh, we just send, <laughs> send listeners back to our uh, Star Wars episode. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best yep. thing was his face. He just kind of looked at me like, "Did you just say that?" You know, like. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Well. Uh, classic <laughs> so i've had a lot to say about jcvd mostly <laughs> but i know a lot has been going on with at least two of you so um someone fill me in on on on, uh, on the happenings of your since we last spoke any of the three of you want to roll a dice <laughs> want to <do> rock <laughs> paper scissors <laughs> Not me. I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I'm saying not it. Not it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get double D ways on. Keep it fun here. Man, I just, like I said, I, I've just been kind of going back and enjoying the, the previous episodes, the long walk. Um, cool. It, 
I'll say that it's it's I mean everything about I think the earlier episodes of Long Walk like if the as you've gone I think that the episodes have become a lot more fun um and then not to take anything away from the earlier episode but good lord this is 50 episodes that you guys have done and I think your first you know your first 15 10 15 episodes were like oh my gosh just so hardcore like heart open um, oh yeah just I mean just emotionally draining like you <laughs> episode not the end you're like man this is like this is just tearing at me and I mean everything like all the stuff that Palmer went through and then you know and, and just all your stories and your support Dave and um and you know your butt troubles and <laughs> you know, it's, it's all just out there. Was harrowing stuff. That shit was harrowing, literally. Harrowing, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just so neat to to kind of feel to to have gone through this whole journey um, with you guys and and um, just how the power of communication um, and what we're able to do in this digital age. Um, getting to know uh, Dave, whom I would have never been able to. I mean. Take away this podcast, and I don't know Dave. I mean, I may, you know, at some point yeah. in time, Palmer may have, have shared a story about Dave, and, and you know, I said, oh, he seems like a cool guy, but um, to be able to, you know, to, to shake your hand and to talk and get to know you on, on such a different level than I would have never been able to do otherwise. Um, going back and listening to those old episodes, just so much fun, um, <laughs> even though it is very emotionally intense for a lot of it um but i love them too uh so you know it's it's just um it's neat to see how much um long walk has grown in what seems like a short time um i mean it's 50 episodes 50 Uh, episodes though that's that's more than the both iterations of wplmr combined if you were to put all those episodes together, it's more episodes. I think even if you add mind of Philip Palmer's picks, both versions of WPLMR, we, we'd never, we wouldn't have hit 50 episodes, 50 yeah. things made. And this has well, got that through, longevity through technology, you know, otherwise, cause it was WCTV before. And Oh yeah. You know, uh, so, or I, the water guy put some water on Dave's camera and the crows on the halt and, <laughs> I don't know who that could have been, but <laughs> uh, I think no, that was I, my own fault. <laughs> the technology, this the, like this technology, definitely makes it easier. That's for sure. Um, I, I have a, uh, a real quick thing. The like an audio guy I follow. It's a uh, produced like a pro, and he makes a joke about himself. Uh, just the title of the the uh, YouTube show. Um, but he's been doing a lot more live uh, broadcasting, at least, you know, once or twice a week. And they're about an hour, hour and a half. And the guy's just full of information. He's worked with Aerosmith, uh, Frey, uh, and Latin, all, all kinds of people. But uh, he talks about the old days of YouTube and he really enjoys, um, he feels like, you know, the live YouTube is kind of making a resurgence and it makes it reminds him of the older days. And he just likes that interaction. Uh of being able to chat and the group um, mentality of all over the world, you know, people all over the world getting to chime in. And so it's cool. We're kind of on that place too. Yeah. With, that our, place. 
with our whole zero viewers right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that zero was like Twinkie was that one diehard and he's like rushing to get set up now that DC's oh, I hope D so, yeah. on and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of times Moto is joining us on those uh, chats. And uh, yeah, so it's nice to have yeah, you I've... on mic. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, and then I don't have to show my stupid face. But, yeah, but, um, yeah I finally got a account where I could chat. The other one wouldn't let me chat, so I figured that out. And uh, weird. Well, yeah. and the chats are hard because I have to go to a whole like I have to actually load on a like if I share my screen, so you can see this. So my this is what my this is my window that has my like my chat the, like the hangout in it right and then this one i have to have open so and this is so this is where your chats like when you're just watching the live stream show up on this window there's no way for me inside the hangout to see those chats so then what i do is that's why i have the hangout as a separate video or a separate window is because i'll keep that behind it so that when i Hopefully we'll see a chat, but what happens is it gets buried or it gets unclicked or I go to a different tab, you know, because I want to <laughs> Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Uh, and uh, I will not see those chats. That's why like 20 minutes after the fact, you'll hear me be like, oh, Moto said on here, like because I just happened to bring that tab back up and see that you, there was like seven tab, like seven chats that touched on things that we were already like 40 minutes away from talking about <laughs> all the time. Um, Still helps me feel like I'm involved. Absolutely. No, I absolutely love it. That's a, uh, and, and that's a, I highly recommend any of our listeners. Like if you're ever taking advantage of that, uh, of the live stream recordings, watching us live where you can get the whole conversations. We do those um, while we're recording and then Dave trims those down. And that's what the actual podcast episodes end up being. Um, if you take advantage of those live recordings, please, like, we'd love to hear from you in those chats, even if you're a troll, um, <laughs> because we want to hear from you too. Uh, Palmer, turn your camera oh, back on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. Sorry. About By the that. way, I don't know. I didn't catch exactly what it was, but we're, this show, we're always basically 40 minutes away from whatever we're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-seven minutes. That's a yeah. great tagline. We're forty minutes away from what we're trying to say. <laughs> we're always forty minutes away from what we're trying exactly. to say. Like, yeah. oh, that is that is a great, great, great tagline. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I will say that's that's a lot of fun. A lot of the early episodes, you're you. It's, you know, you start talking, you're like, oh, man, I've, we've got, you know, we got to wrap this up in a half an hour. And you look at the little cue on the bottom of whatever, whatever it is you're using to listen to it, iTunes or whatever. And there's an hour and 42 minutes left. And you're like, wait, what? Like, I got to, we got to wrap this up in a half an hour. We've only got a half an hour left. And there's an hour and 42 left on, on and you're already an hour and 18 minutes in. Yep. <laughs> so, Always oh, 40 man. minutes away from what we want to say. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. <laughs> so, uh, so that's definitely double or that's um, long walk, short drink stuff. Double D. Anything 
double D world wise that you're willing, you want to share to catch us up? We didn't really get a chance to catch up with you a ton during the solo episode. Cause the same deal, you kind of popped in late and we were just getting ready to start talking solo. Right. It right. was like perfect timing. So we didn't really get to catch up with you as much as we did with Twinkie. Um, any double, double D world stuff you want to share? Man, that is a, Loaded. I don't know how much, how much time do we have left in the episode? It's long, long, short drink. We're, yeah. we're, we're at least 40, 40 minutes, minutes away from getting to the end. So. <laughs> 40 minutes and $250. Yeah. And $250. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything you want to share, though? Wow. there's I mean, there's so much going on. It would That would be its own episode in a half, probably. Um, the I will, I will do a, a, a short walk here is that we have a we have a pool at our house that we absolutely love and enjoy um in the summertime awesome. when we spend the vast majority of time in our pool and um it was had some maintenance issues so we decided to to do it right fix it right and we had a great company come in um and that was in march when they started it and we are not swimming yet and our <sighs> Who knows how long away from swimming? Um, <clears throat> oh my god! And they get like the because the last time Ash and I saw you and your beautiful bride, yes, was about a week out from Memorial Day, and right. you had been promised that your pool you would be swimming on Memorial Day, right? <laughs> and, and haven't seen them since like we still haven't seen like when you were here the week before memorial day it looks identical oh man so, so we are struggling with that and um thankfully with you know no global warming so the temperatures and all that other <laughs> stuff hasn't been i know that's not global warming for all of these science haters out there that <laughs> are listening to the podcast i know it's climate it's not just the day-to-day thing but and we've had an exceptionally hot summer already um, yeah, and to just sit there and look at a concrete hole in the backyard—it's not been fun. So uh, yeah, and trying to entertain kids that are used to that, and yes, just like, exactly. oh man, exactly. that's terrible. Thankfully, it, our kids are amazing. Yeah, they are just—I mean—they're spectacular. They're reading books right now, currently. Um, awesome. We'll have to do bedtime here pretty soon, but. Um, they are, you yeah, have quite a few different. kids, don't you? Like, I, I don't remember how, but yeah. I stumbled across something that I don't want to, like, so, some sort of internet account, and it was a family picture. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> They're how? 17, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say, but I didn't know uh, how many wanted to claim. <laughs> yeah, I claim all 17. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I'll throw, um, don't uh, even fit in the pool. Yeah. I'll throw Shamrock on his and his as he's kind of digging for information and finding out where I live and all that stuff. And that seventeen kids might throw him off the scent for a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, no, that's Pumps. Pumps has the. Oh, Pumps. He's got, Pumps he's got all the files on his entire neighborhood. So. Right. He can keep track. Yeah, dude, like, I'm just telling you right now, Double D, that file is already created. He he already knows your line. Locks locking their line out. He's got it down. I got it. Yeah. Oh, there's a chat from Pumps. <laughs> like, no, yeah, just kidding. Like I have three texts. Your phone might go off double d like i didn't even give him your number number. yeah (laughs) i didn't give him your number but he must have found it (laughs) my phone's off holy shit yeah no that would that's exactly how that goes down like 
Um, there's a false wall in his closet that goes to his war wall, like with all of his neighborhood on it. Like, like he's always like, you you were in the closet again, weren't you? No, I wasn't in the closet. I know you were in the closet. Like this is a big contention. Uh, I exchanged. Uh, I don't want to derail us. This is a kind of a standalone thing. Um, but I exchanged some pump pumps text this week that just started out with. Let me see. Oh my God, that's much longer. I won't go see where it goes, but it says, yeah, so this is five days ago, 8.34 a.m. The walls of my cubicle, this is out of nowhere. The walls of my cubicle are approximately five feet tall. Lewis, the 53-year-old, well, some he's got some descriptive network engineer, <laughs> walked over to the entrance of my cube with a piece of cardboard in his hand, puts it on top of the cubicle wall, then just stood there looking me straight in the eyes. What's up? I said, bear in mind, we did not even exchange a greeting despite walking all the way from the parking deck quote together in parentheses. (laughs) He walked three feet behind me the entire way. (laughs) So, so bump says, what's up? Lewis smirked. He took a deep breath then fucking high kicked the piece of cardboard off the top of the cubicle. (laughs) Holy shit. What the hell, Lewis? I shouted. He bent down, picked up the cardboard and did it again. (laughs) He's auditioning for one of Dave's movies. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Quote. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said this as by way of an audition. (laughs) Or remaking a dying breed. (laughs) Lewis. Or impact. (laughs) Impact. Yeah. Finally producing the unfinished script. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So he bent down and kicked it again. Quote. I'm just loosening up for the day. I always get loose in the morning. (laughs) End quote. No, he doesn't always come in and get loose in the morning. He shuffles in and typically returns a hello, Lewis, with a barely audible grunt of begrudging acknowledgement. So either there's a kumite nearby that I'm aware of, or I'm going to be involved in an impromptu kumite in the basement of the Material Science and Engineer Building. <laughs> that, that was how he opened. Long, man. Oh. <laughs> I pumps his elbows, pumps his knees. He's, I mean, he's basically Tom Poe. He's just going to rain it down. Dolph Lundgren. He's yeah. pretty much yeah. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I um like, I I was exchanging texts with with Pumps earlier today actually too and Pumps and Logan both because we had sent out a bunch of Happy Father's Day videos to father like we record we like to record videos for people when it's yeah. their birthday or whatever and send those out and it's more personal yeah and so on big days like that we'll send them out and we we'll usually like for Father's Day we'll record like a video and then send that out to all the fathers right. And so I sent that to, I just happened to be going down and I saw a thread with Logan and pumps on it and, uh, um, just sent that video to him. Well, today Logan replies, he's like, so something happened with my phone and just, I just had like 80 text messages all came in all at one time. So thanks. Thanks for the video. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for that video. And pumps replied to that. I was working in the shop and didn't hear any of these going off. So I had like this whole thread was already created by the time I saw it. But Pumps replied to that where he was like, uh, like his response was Black Widow. He got me a, an hour in a sensory deprivation tank. And then it was them. <laughs> like like for, that was his Father's Day present. And then that they were they were exchanging talking about that. And I'm just like, 
I could first off, could you imagine the size of that fucking sensory deprivation <laughs> tank would have to be for for pumps to be able to lay in that and float and not touch it because you can't touch anything because that's a sense, right? Like you're supposed to just kind of float in the middle of it. So that thing had to have been huge. And then I like, have you ever seen the movie Altered States? Anybody? Oh, I, I only know of it. I've never actually seen it. Oh man, you would know the box art for sure because it's exactly. a really, it's <laughs> yeah. a pretty um like apparent when you see the box art you're like yep i know that movie all right i've i've seen that box art before but it's about a man who takes peyote and then or peyote or or some some hallucinogen like that and then goes in a sensory deprivation tank and literally devolves back to like primitive man like he's able to like and then comes out of the sensory deprivation tank and i'm just like (laughs) I, I said that cover art to to them, and I was like, "Have you ever seen this movie? Because this is all I can fucking picture is happening. <laughs> you're in a sensory deprivation tank." Oh uh, man! Do not Google image search that unless you're wearing dark socks. I about shit my pants. Like, there's some fucked up like stills from the movie that come up. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I guess from the movie, unless that's maybe just searching altered states. But oh, yeah. but that was the cover I thought of. Yeah. Oh, I gotta close that. That is disturbing. But he eventually then sent me um, a bunch of pictures and uh, sort of threads about about his his kid that was just I was dying. I it was they were all I I literally saved all these pictures to my phone. <laughs> and somebody grabbed my phone and stole it. They'd be like, "Who is this child? <laughs> Why is he so cool?" <laughs> anyway, sorry. Double D was sharing about his life, and I'm like, "Let me tell you about." My, our, no, that's much. Uh, that sounds much more engaging and exciting, to be honest. <laughs> Pulled like, have you? Yeah. I mean, I know you've called them, obviously. Oh my gosh, we. Don't, I mean, we can't. What's their excuses? Like, what? What are? What are they saying? Is the reason for all this? Oh, the weather. Like, you know, it's been raining so much, and um, essentially, that was my, spring. My guess is, is that they yeah. have they have commercial jobs. And so if they're if in and I get it too. If I'm if I'm in business for myself and I'm, you know, living based on the jobs that I get, um, if I don't have a whole lot going on and I take a residential pool and then I get a commercial job that's half a million dollars, what's what's gonna take precedent? Like where are your priorities gonna be? Right. Well, I'm putting food on the table, I'm gonna go work that commercial job and get that done. Um so that's but if you're a good businessman, then you don't take the little job. Then you don't commit to the little job. Yeah. So well, and you know, you you shouldn't be considered the little job. It should be that too, just the same as another job. But yep. But reality, that's is, sad. You know, everybody's money is the same color, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, but if you're getting, you know, forty a times as much by doing that yeah. job, then. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I know well, the business justification for it doesn't mean it's fucking right, though. Oh, but. exactly. Yeah, that's kind of... I'm just talking moral Al. Moral Al. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know... Uh, yeah. It's, hopefully they can get that squared away without legal matters, because that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah that it is fucked up. Yeah. So that's what's going on. Once we get the pool going, um, we'll be uh, smooth sailing... Awesome. Long walk short drink in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sailing, but not for very far. Yeah. Just just to the end of the diving board and then back. And <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really smooth, but it, uh... Well, it's hard to turn the ship around. 
It really it takes is. a long time. <laughs> it takes a long time to turn a ship around. <laughs> if we we someday, I just I hope we could have a. a a line of shirts, you know, and it's like that could be one, just like the ship in mid turning around with no explanation. Just yes. this <laughs> well, we will have a line of shirts. I told you I want the one where it's just like it just says long walk, oh, short yeah. drink, long walk, short drink, and then the eyes wrap all the way around and the ink ends on the back because it's like short drink. Yeah. Oh, I thought, and then we'll get there eventually. Zonda oh Fantasy. yeah, yeah, and then we'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All that. That's that would be oh, fucking that. awesome. I like that one. And Double D, you see my old old school Palmer's Picks T-shirt here. Yeah, and yeah. I like the cupping too. That looks pretty. That's pretty hot. For those yeah. of you who, um, who have not watched the video of this, get you're gonna need to pull this up on YouTube. Show that one more time, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta talk. It doesn't work otherwise. Come on. Oh yeah, I have to talk while I touch my. I've got one more move for your breast. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's well, a spectacular that's... shirt. Thank you. <laughs> there was. Uh, what's on the back? Show me the back again. It's the same thing as the as this thing on the on the on front, the front, but it's, large. but it's just bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. that is beautiful. It's the, one of the. It's the only like. Well, not the only. There was a U two Joshua Tree logo shirt that uh, Marv made, but I don't have a Steve shirt. I don't have an Enormity shirt. I don't have a Circle of Willis shirt. These are all sort of. Two of those are, are moto bands, and uh, that's right. Yeah. And one is Steve, of course. <laughs> sad, sad. <laughs> that is sad Dude. stuff, but. But I've got this one. Hey, they, they happened. It happened. Yeah. So that's what's going on with me. Um, hopefully, we'll be um, swimming soon and uh, loving life again. And I'm obviously I'm still loving life currently. Uh, but yeah, I'd be, be a oh. lot nicer if it was in the in the pool. So, yes, I understand. Um, all right, I will be back momentarily. Hopefully, um, so I'm just gonna I'll kill my camera and, and mute my mic. But uh, I think I'm not sure who's next. If it's uh, Palmer or Motors drawn the the short straw to get him in. <laughs> well, I just feel like ever like the last like seven episodes have been like Palmer, 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 like Palmer's working this out, Palmer's working this out, Palmer's working this out. So and we haven't heard from you guys in so long. Moto's next. He's gotta be next. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> what's the what's that song that starts with that was like Are you there ready? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was doing Bloodsport, of course. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Look, you got a head like a rock. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you guys remember. I had, I kind of referred back to the first time I had mentioned it. Um, it was on the podcast, I think, where we were just talking. Uh, and I'm like, man, I had this, uh, well, and I was doing some recording and things, but I, I was having these episodes where I was waking up in the middle of the night and uh, having trouble breathing, sweating real hard. As of course, this is like, I'm having a fucking heart attack, um, which never happened. But uh, so it was back in September. Well, it was, it was September of last year. I started with the AFib. Remember, that's when I kind of backed off the... Uh, audio editing and things. It was just, I was yeah, concerned about being able to follow through 
doing? What was going on? Healthcare wasn't, uh, I wasn't ready for that um, sort of stuff. So um, yeah, about a month ago, I guess was when the, we'll call them night terrors. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, well, some of them are terrifying, but um, those have been happening more the past couple of weeks. Well, uh, weeks ago. And it was just, uh, it was getting really bad. I was getting, it was becoming more often. And um, yeah, it was just killing me, like not getting sleep and then trying to go to work and try to be normal. So I was burning the candle at both ends sort of thing. And I finally got health insurance. And um, so I went to the doctor. Thankfully, you know, it was got in pretty quick and same deal. It's like emergency room with you did for like nine months. Um, and I just wait, learned to wait back up a little bit there that it broke up when you said emergency room. <laughs> very dramatic. Oh, yeah, that's what they told me. The same, you know, back in September, they're like, you're an AFib. You need to go get your heart restarted and. It was emergency, what's, so I what's was like, AFib? It's it's a it's an irregular heartbeat. Yeah, it's an irregular heartbeat. A lot of a lot of people deal with it, um, but instead of your heart functioning, do 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 do, it um, kind of misses beats, and then it'll try to catch up. Um, so your it doesn't pump your heart. Uh, the ejection fraction rate is not as it's not efficient so i knew i had a problem let it go for nine months and um got some health insurance was able to go back um same thing but this time my beats per minute was 171 so it was 155 the first time but i was yeah uh so they're like emergency room with you and since i had coverage i'm like okay i'll go this time and uh Turns out I really fucked myself up pretty bad. <laughs> just um, just um, not getting that attended to and then uh, continuing to live the way I was, uh, which was it's easy for me to drink six beers and it was easy for me to drink more. I just, yeah, just what I did, part of habit and just what I did. But they say the combination of those two things, um, yeah, it took my heart. I, I'm still in heart failure. <laughs> wow. So like still? my oh my god. The what does that mean? Yeah, the definition of that means that my heart's not supplying my organs with enough oxygen-rich blood. Uh, I don't know if it's oxygen-rich blood or just enough blood in general, but. Um, so yeah, my ejection fraction rate is down to twenty percent. Um, wow, which is considered heart failure. Uh, so they and they basically said, you know, if you keep drinking, you're gonna die. <laughs> wow. So, uh, you know, when they give you something an ultimatum like that, it's unless Pretty you want to die. Yeah, well, it's it, and it's. You know, it's. I think it's kind of easier to make that choice because it's not much of a choice. Right. Right. Um, 
So, yeah, I, 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 all in all, I spent a week in the hospital, um, or six days, but felt like a week. Man, that's a week, um, buddy. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I did not know you were in there that long. Man. Well, I mean, what's what's anybody going to do? Like, JC is like, I'm getting kidnapped in Moscow. I want to call my <laughs> wife. I'm like... What is she going to do for you? I guess you wanted yeah. to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's like, so I don't, you know, till, uh, you know, I, I still haven't told Chubbs, you know, and Chubbs a good friend. Uh, yeah. It's just like, oh, what can you that. do about it? You know, it's like, I mean, I, it's the Be doctors. And me and, and... Yeah. Well, I don't want, you know, people overly concerned. They can't be there, you know, sure. it's like, um, so uh so okay yeah, they, so that's so that's the that's the, the situation so w- let's look forward so yeah. what's like what's the future hold like what's how are, how are we gonna on, keep moto in uh like with us so that we can make sure moto's on episode 100 and episode 500 <laughs> and episode 1000 i just gotta you know get my weight down which is gonna be easy uh i think with not having liquid beer so much liquid beer yeah Actually, like I don't know if Double D heard, but uh, yeah, I can't drink anymore. They uh, said I'll die. Yeah, <laughs> man. So, uh, but that's like I said, when they give you an ultimatum like that, you either jump or you don't. So you got it. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so I, um, I'm on like a lot of medication, like eight pills or something in the morning and three at night, and. Yeah. Uh, Got to avoid all stimulants, and um, hopefully within a couple of months they can get me off some of these medicines. And the weight—it's the weight on my organs and the fluid on my heart and all yeah. that stuff. So uh, that was uh, that was quite the scare. My first hospital stay, and hopefully my last for quite a while. And uh, yep, to see and want to do the right thing so i can get back to normal they said with my age and if you know if i do the right things do you know i can i can make a full recovery they believe like turning around right which i I I mean mean, man anything that i know you don't like thinking like this but if there is anything though that of course that we can do i hope you share that and i hope you ask for it because it's you don't have to do the this like appreciate it like I can tell you from somebody that struggled with weight their entire life, I hope it's as easy as you think that it's going to be. But if it's, if it's not, just know that we're here to support you through that stuff. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I look forward to coming on today and just, uh, it's not hard for me to, you know, like not like coming home and like, oh, it's a different environment. You're going to want to drink or something. It's like, no. No, I don't. And yep. um, the only thing is that, like, at work, I used to chew. Today, I was today. <laughs> I just got home. But uh, I sat mostly in the truck, filled out bills, and we're just trying to – my boss is helping me catch up and keep on schedule and stuff. So, yep. Uh, but it was good to get out there, and uh, I got fucking real tired real quick. But, um, yeah, I just need to make some new habits and ready to do that and fucking – I mean, yeah, just feel better and keep moving forward. I mean, when I was in the hospital, I'm thinking about audio projects that I haven't finished and just, you know, uh, 
yeah, just things you want to get to and don't want to miss out on. So absolutely. And any, I, I don't know, any of those things that you can just like find for motivation are totally worth it. Uh, one of the things that finally pushed me over the edge to quitting smoking was when I was having bronchitis regularly twice a year every time the weather would really change. So when the fall would really switch over to winter and when, when winter would switch over to spring, both those times I would get bronchitis and, you know, it got to the point where it'd be like, just give me the fucking week's worth of, of antibiotics to knock out the bronchitis and then I'll be done. And then in four months I'll get the next round and then we'll be okay. And I finally had, it just was a fluke. I went to like, just like the grocery store doctor, like the little clinic at Kroger. And, uh, cause I couldn't get into my regular doctor. And she just like offhandedly was like, you say you get this like twice a year. I'm like, yep. Every fall and spring. And she's just like, you know, that's an early stage, an early sign of, um, COPD. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's emphysema. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just like, holy shit, you know? Like, yeah. I'm too fucking young for for early stages of emphysema, right? And no matter how much I love doing this thing, I tell myself no matter how much I love doing this thing, like it's not worth having fucking emphysema at 30 right? in your yeah. 30s, right? Like, fuck yeah. that. You, so, you kind of reach that decision where it's like, what's more important to you? And right. It's oh, <laughs> oh, you froze for a second. Uh, yeah, Moto. sorry, what were you saying? You get that. Oh, I was just saying, you know, if uh, when in this case, you know, your health and your future and things that you'd like to do in the future, if those things are more important than smoking, it's like it's gonna, yeah. You'll make it a priority. Yeah, it and, just makes uh, it easier. Yeah, I, I can, you know, and I went hard in the yard. I remember telling Double D on our trip, I was like, "Yeah, I just, I don't know." It's kind of a self-defense mechanism of just like, you know, I was like, and they're telling me in the hospital, like, "Well, you got to change your friends," and it's like, "Well, I'm kind of like George Thorogood, where I just kind of drink alone." <laughs> 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 and, I, and I was talking about. Uh, kind of secluding myself and you know even kind of myself being fat like staying away from relationships um well not just like with dudes because dudes don't care but girls do right and uh and i was they like yeah I just kind of you know think. do this yeah they still i uh, staying away from that but um i mean girls still for me and um anyways i was kind of just kind of alluding to like you know, and kind of admitting it's it's a part of it, and he's like, "That's no way to live." <laughs> you know? He's like, you know, he's just, and you know, he's right. So I'm ready to I'm ready to get healthy, get uh, you know, some more positive things going, and not just sit on a couch and drink beer. Fucking a right, man. I did they I, give you? I mean, obviously, we're part of your support system. Um, but having spent so much time isolating and stuff, did they give you like tools when you're leaving? Like, here's some things you can do and here's ways you can stay on the, that path. Or they're just like, if you drink, you die. See you later. <laughs> oh yeah. And actually, I mean the, uh, the pulmonary guy, well, cause I'm short of breath, you know, but that 
was was weight in my lungs and shit. I mean, weight in my heart and all that stuff. That's what I believe. He basically said I was allergic to marijuana, and yeah. uh, it's like, uh, you know, whatever. That's medicine here in Ohio anymore. But of course, street drugs and what you get from uh, true supplier is going to be different. But uh, he basically came down to that. I mean, at first I'm like, he was saying I had holes in my lungs and I had this and that, and I was like, oh my god, I lung cancer or something. And then he's like, oh, it looks like you're allergic to marijuana. Okay. And then he's like, bye. <laughs> wow. So I really didn't like that guy. He he wasn't yeah. very helpful and bedside manner was just awful. Yeah. And my lungs improved just being in the hospital. Of course, they're giving me like steroids and shit to up my oxygen levels before they do procedures. And, and you're not eating any cake. So, uh, yeah. I, while you're I, in I, there. No, and I, I have, haven't done it because I think I run the risk of, you know, could be a stimulant at this point until yeah. I, until I know things are going the right direction. Well, no, I meant, I meant that's part of probably that also helped your lungs recover. It's amazing how fast that's that you can notice that difference. So those six days of not eating any cake like that, probably if you yeah. didn't, if you do in fact have some kind of reaction to it, that probably helped too. Yeah. And you know what? I was, I was saying this in the hospital. It's like calling it pussy. It's not pussy. It's a vagina. I thought we were here in a medical hospital. Like it's called cannabis. Yeah. And there's sativas and indicas and you sound like an idiot, you know, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Doctor guy. Um, uh, also, you know, when I talked to his colleague or, you know, associate, whatever. And that guy, you know, he, had, he was younger and he's like, you know, when you, when you're getting this stuff off the street, you just don't know what they're doing to weigh it down. You don't know. And for the longest time, just smoke, whatever. But then he said, you know, he's got people where he's like, he, he can tell they changed their supplier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, uh, you know, hope I can get back to it, a little bit of that and like a beer at some point. And, and it's not that important to me, but uh, yeah, pretty drastic life change going on for me. And I'm ready. I'm, it's, I went hard in the yard for, quite a long period of time and yeah but did they like the that one doctor was shitty about the bedside and the cannabis but like did they tell you give you any resources for for drinking like i mean so for me um well full disclosure like the last time we podcasted we had almost a full cast and i was so excited for everyone to be here and uh, the bride had been gone for a few days, so I had gotten like a 12-pack of Miller Lite, of which I had either six to eight left. I'm not sure which, <laughs> which, is, which is part of the problem <laughs> uh, that I'm about to detail. <laughs> but basically, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was listening more than I talked, which is rare. And so that gave me time to like throw these back. <laughs> and, and then, uh, so the next day. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, the, yeah. early, the early episodes, which is... Everybody had their drunk episode except Double D. He's responsible. That's he's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple drunk episodes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure I have too. I drank nine beers. I don't know when that happened. The bowl like, of beers. Yeah, bowl the bowl of beers. <laughs> <laughs> bowl, yeah, I, I stopped doing that a while back. But but last last episode, uh, yeah. I, but the next day, I woke up and I had like a thing at work, like a conference. And I was just like flat out hungover in a way I rarely am. And uh, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, like this is obviously not a good thing. <laughs> so 
I coincidentally, this is before you had your, you know, crisis and, and, and that discussion, uh, with doctors and stuff about drinking. Um, I was just like, well, I, I don't know. This has been like something I've enjoyed for a while, but it's like, I, I noticed sometimes on, was well, it's like, I just don't need to do this like this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I don't want to feel bad the next day. So my solution was, or has been so far, it's like, well, I just don't buy it. Like, like I can do it every now and again, or if I'm out, I'll have one or something. But nonetheless, it was a habit I was working on breaking. So, so I have various resources through my job, like stuff that'll give you, um, money off your insurance if you go through these steps. And so one of them is like these online things. And so I'm going through some kind of online course that my job makes available. It's like dial back the drinking. And it's just like dozens upon dozens of strategies and challenges. But so that's something like I have at my disposal through my job, but like being given such a drastic ultimatum as you've outlined, I, I guess I'm hoping as your brother and your friend that they sent you away from the hospital with at least more resources than I have at my disposal for like how to cope with such a major change. Did they, did no, someone I mean, talk to you or, uh, you know, like the nurses, I spent more time with the nurses, but, and she's like, you know, just shop at a different place. And, uh, just as a start, you know, something different, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know, Moto, I I'm, not sure. I'm, I'm not sure if, Go you're, ahead. if you're looking for something or, or any kind of inspiration. Um, I know that, uh, Palmer, um, and I've kind of briefly discussed and, um, but if, if you're familiar with long walk, short drink, um, they have a, uh, a sponsorship with, um, audible.com. Uh, I, I believe that, um, if you go to audibletrial.com/lwsd slash lwsd. Yeah. Um, which by the way, I think it was 13 where, or 14, right after you guys had gotten that. Dave, absolutely. <laughs> he could not say LWSD. And he's yeah. like, I can't say that. And I'm like, it's your fucking podcast. Yeah. Learn how to say it. Like, uh, LWSD it about six times. <laughs> Long, short, walk, drink it. It was spectacular. Anyway, uh, but if you go to that, you can get a, a free audiobook. Um, and one That's that, spectacular. That, yeah, one that uh, may be of interest to you is one I think the Palm. Palm, are you reading that one right now? The. Um, Unfuck yourself. At a boy. And yeah, I'm no, I'm it, done with it. I finished it. It's fantastic. It was it. fantastic. So good. Worth listening to. He's got a great accent. It's yeah, and it's 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 just one of those things where and I, I plugged it, it last episode. You weren't on yet, but I yeah, I, no, I, was, I, I I was actually viewing when you did, and I, oh, I gotcha. just, and I know that we kind of briefly mentioned it too, um, via text or, or maybe a quick call or something like that. But um, it's it's terrific, and it's just yep. you know you have the power inside you to do it and you just stop. There's just no excuses. And I think that if anything I've heard is it sounds like they've taken away your excuses and you've taken away your excuses and now it's just a matter of doing it and you you absolutely can just, thank you. you know, the best and any support you need, obviously I think every single one of us are certainly here for you. I I think absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I can understand where Dave, where Dave comes from a much closer spot because he's also your brother wanting to ensure that you have resources available to you. I can tell you the best advice is just that I have found. Cause I still say like addiction is addiction is addiction. 
whether you're addicted to food or shopping or booze or I can't have chocolate right now. It's like, yeah, oh, fuck. Like, that's what? You yeah, didn't tell that, me that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a piss or me. That's a stimulant, right? Is that why yep. you can't have it? Sucks. Yeah. I can picture videos of Moto at like six years old with chocolate cake on his face. The dad's like, that's a chocoholic right there. So <laughs> yeah. you can't have chocolate. Oh, it's so man. sad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, first off, don't be afraid to talk to people about what you're going through. That's yeah. like that's the first one. Um, you're, it's amazing how sometimes you could like uh, brutal honesty can be off putting to people. Trust me. I know, but other times it's amazing how one, how understanding and two responsive people are to you just opening up. So, uh, it really, like when I was going through the smoking thing, like there would, it really took a lot for me to finally get to the point where I would just be like, Ash should be like, what's going on? It's like, I want a fucking cigarette more than anything right now. And so I just need to take my mind off of it. And sometimes it would help if she would help me with that. And sometimes it wouldn't help. I just need to go do it myself. But just like being honest about it is the first one. And two, like, it's really easy now because you have that motivation up front. Like you have like, mm -hmm. you have this big scare, but it's like you get, the further you get away from that, the easier it is for your brain to be like, well, look at how far, like now it's not going to matter. Right. Like, yeah. or you lose like 30 pounds and you're like, well, now you can fucking drink again every day. Again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. like now I can have five beers again every oh, day, yeah. you know? And it's like, so when you get to that point where it's like the urge, cause the way it works for me is it's like, I can feel it start and it just like winds up and winds up and winds up and winds up. And when I would finally get to the point where it's like, all right, I'm going to go smoke a fucking cigarette. And, it, and I would say that either I would say it to myself in my head or I would verbally say it out loud. And then I, but instead of going and lighting the cigarette, then I would follow it up and I would say in 10 minutes, if I still feel, if I'm still at this breaking point in 10 minutes, go buy a pack of cigarettes, but just give it 10 minutes and let's just, see if I'm still willing to give up this 10 days of no cigarettes and then this one month of no cigarettes and then this six month of no cigarettes and say, just if I still am willing to give that up in 10 minutes, then go give it up. But let's just give it 10. You can, you've, you've already put a week in, you've already put four months in mm. what's 10 more minutes to throw it all away. <laughs> right. And I guarantee you every time that 10 minutes would be up and I wouldn't even know that the 10 minutes was up. It's just, just got your mind off. It's yep. You just like, you have to acknowledge, like I'm ready to break. I know I'm going to, you know, I know I'm going to do this thing in 10 minutes. And it's like, and it's like, then you crest it, you know, it's just, your brain is just going to test you and test you and test you and test you because your brain wants that reward your brain is your biggest enemy and it's like it just <laughs> it just wants you to push that button because it really likes it when you push that button so just push it just put just, okay how about now just push it and it's still i still will just have moments where i'm just like man a fucking cigarette would be awesome right now and now i'm just more i'm more like how fucking weird is that i don't even know how long it's been since i've like 
Coming up on two I'm years, right? Two years. July 4th. I am coming up on two years. Yeah, July. Jeez. July fourth well weekend. So it's but it's just like, yeah, that ten minute rule. I have to tell you, like in my my brother's wife, because I told her that same thing, the Christmas as, as after I quit, and she was trying to quit smoking too. And she was only down, she was down to like five cigarettes a day, but those like five cigarettes like ruled her life. Everything was based around those five. Right. And, uh, I told her that 10 minute thing and she still, I just saw her like two weeks ago or or two or three weeks ago. And she's like, that 10 minute thing still saves me. Just so you know, like it's, I still will do that 10 minute rule. And, uh, I, I heard that in like Alan Carr, easy way to stop smoking or maybe it was in my smoking classes it was somewhere and i was just like just te- the, like in the first time i tried it it fucking worked and then i just used it over and over again and it's seriously like it's giving your brain it, it you're acknowledging what your brain's doing like you're like i know what you want and if i still feel this way in 10 minutes i'll do it and it's like saying that was enough that was as it got to the point where that was as good as smoking a cigarette like my like where my brain was like finally he hears me you know what i mean like thank you you know so yeah i'll definitely try to think about that and implement it yeah i remember the first time uh i don't know if it was the, i think it was the first serious time trying to quit smoking uh cake yeah, that was hard that was because yeah. it was such an ingrained routine i'm much you know that was um much less now anymore compared to like a decade ago um but uh yeah uh, right now i'm just riding that wave of keeping head strong and looking forward i mean i went in uh, of course i'm on lasix which like takes water off you yeah um but i went in at 266 and i'm already down i have to weigh myself every day to see if i put on a lot of weight in a short period of time like a day, if these like say you put three to five pounds on in a day, something's weird. Um, but I'm already it was already two fifty two point four, so oh, wow. that's awesome. like almost fifteen pounds in a week. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so I'm gonna keep stay focused die. on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like. <laughs> I, I used uh, to joke about my divorce diet, but like there's an almost die diet that seems even more yeah. <laughs> effective, <laughs> if you can call it that. I'm going to just, you know, keep like the hospital portions are tiny and just watching all my calories and things in there. Sometimes they would force me to, but I consciously was doing it and uh, trying to emulate that here on the outside. <laughs> I mean, today I got last night was my first night in a bed that I didn't get woken up every three hours for vitals and shit and um you know just turning over it's like i felt like you know it's like oh i can bend my arm i don't have an iv in my arm and so still adjusting but keeping that headstrong mentality and i've I've, you know had some other friends you know that are being very supportive and coming out like they came out on father's day they're both fathers and it's like you know so i've got a, a large support group around me and it'll be good and this is part should, of it. So you should tell Chubbs. Oh, yeah, it. this is yeah. part of it. You should tell Chubbs, too. I mean, it, I, I know, I just know from having a few serious problems in life, one among them, having to have my butt cut off and all the problems that led up to that. Like, <laughs> shame can be such a profound inhibitor of anything good for you. <laughs> um, 
And if people love you, which you have tons of people that do, like they do want to know. Um, anyway, so like I said, he's he's in Columbus, and I I know he can't get up here, you know, do anything about it. <laughs> so I just don't want to yeah. make him worried. Like it's now that it's sort of in a different place, and not you know, I'll I'll catch him up, but. He Send is, him this uh, episode. <laughs> he doesn't have time for that shit. Um, <laughs> Just tell him to subscribe. It's fine. It doesn't have to listen. I th- oh, I, I mean, did, <laughs> I did make him. I didn't make him. But Just, I suggested, and he did subscribe. I don't think he <laughs> listens. But uh, he and his wife are expecting. So, oh pretty, really? Oh man! Oh that's wow! A, there's a little oh. chubs. I get that. <laughs> that blows my mind. I can't even imagine. <laughs> oh, he's he's actually he sent me. Uh, picture he's like well you're the first person i'm telling here's the new the new the world's newest super villain (laughs) (laughs) and it looked like it had a luchador the face looked like it had a luchador mask on and then one of the hands is like flicking off (laughs) (laughs) oh man if you double d like chubbs uh was is a kid from ripman that I don't know. He's one of the like nicest sociopaths you'll ever meet. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. like the best way to say it. Like he's just like he's a great kid with a big heart, but man, he will fuck with your head. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, even if he's your friend, he'll do that. But if you're yep. his enemy, Yo, oh yeah, gosh. yeah. The, the, I mean, oh yeah, good chub stories. Lots of chub stories. And I don't, I, I mean, and I don't even know him as well as you do, Moto. So, oh, that's hilarious. He's, well, he's and Moto, something to, uh, just something to keep in mind. I, I think we probably talked about it off mic a little bit, but, um, you know, like with Palmer and his smoking stats, uh, if this is a helpful thing, you know, we could have Moto stats or something, or you could yeah. even text them in, or fuck, you could join yeah, us hopefully. every time, but like anything in the, you know, keep you, get you back to that full recovery and to stay in that place. Um, I don't know. This could be, could be a powerful tool, but I appreciate you being brave enough today, of course, to like share all that serious shit. Absolutely. And and know your motive, like it will be motivating. What like, like this change will be motivating, not just for you, but for other people. So that's another, that's another thing because you don't know how motivating it is for people to hear about it. Cause you just see it as you're, you're, you're so it's so insular when you're going through a change like this. But I mean the, like the smoking thing, I couldn't believe how many people through the, like that had listened to the podcast that talked about how impactful that was. So just, that's another good mode. Like, I, I, I mean, if it's as long as it's, I, I don't think it's from a bad place, but like if for any other reason that should motivate you to share yeah. Not to others, even, sir. yeah, because you're Feel helping like others. Yeah. So don't hesitate, like, don't hesitate to share because it will help people. That's in the, like, maybe that's my second piece of advice. I, I think I'm definitely going to be shocking quite a bit of people's like, I don't drink, you know, because I've, I've just, since I've been able to, it's, and I've always enjoyed trying to be entertaining to people around me and, but I don't need that, you know. Um, I think we, anyone as, who has seen the Twitter clips of you as a, a very young child knows that you can be very entertaining <laughs> yeah. without any aid. <laughs> Electric. Absolutely. Go to our Twitter page at, long, at LWSD Pod and search. I think it's, what is it? 
it's like 46, I think. Hashtag LWSD46. You can see Moto beat the shit out of my pet monster like Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I was just uh, giving you a little vid- visual illustration for this thought. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, uh, I'm excited. And yeah, and if it's, uh, well, I had something to say, I forgot, but. Uh... <laughs> I don't know how. There's no interjections <laughs> or anything to distract you. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Anybody that's, I'll have some people that are very surprised that this is the new me or whatever. And, uh, and if they're mad at me for not drinking, they can just fuck off. That's right. <laughs> you got it, man. Like, but, okay, it's not the new, and here's the other thing. Don't even look at it that way. It's not the new you because you're still who you are. Like drinking or eating cake or whatever it is that, those are things that you do, or smoking. Those are things that you did. That's not who you are. Right. Like, don't let those things yes. define you. What defines you is is you. It's abstract. It's like, you know, y- your thoughts and, and who you are at your core. Drinking is not who you are at your core. That's not who you just, are. That's not who the old you is. That's That may be something that you used to do, but that does not define you. So you can still be moto no matter what your actions are. And it's just an action. Like, you know, Palmer used to smoke Oh my gosh, that's when when we met. That's you know he was chimney or whatever. Like we didn't. You'd only get to see me for twenty minutes at a time because then every (laughs) twenty minutes I'd have to go disappear for five. Exactly. Um, But you know that's not who he is. I mean, who who he was. I was able to. I was able to love him for him for who he was, not for his actions that he did. Um, And if if you've got a circle of friends or or people who you consider to be your friends that are using you for your actions like you said they're not friends you don't don't need people like that you don't need people like that um i'm not i'm not sure who they would be in my life but it's like if there if there is yeah let's definitely don't need you in my life like that pulmonary guy marijuana (laughs) (laughs) you're allergic to marijuana (laughs) like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I don't. Do I don't consume marijuana. I consume cannabis, sir. Yeah. yeah. I'm sir. Usually fifty vandica. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's so. I, yeah, I appreciate that. And those are, those are good outlooks. I, I know definitely there was times with uh, uh, cake and things. Just like it's I, people expect me to have it or they expected me to, you know, when I was around, it should be around. And yeah. And I, I would say at some, at some point kind of feel like I let them down if I didn't have it. Yeah. Um, but I'm over that now, you know, yeah. but there was a period of time where, yeah, I felt like this sort of was my identity, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. And it's hard that all of those social things are hard, especially when you're trying to go through, a change like this. Luckily, I mean, it, I, the one thing that I can say is that I see this, I could see the challenge in this over me quitting smoking was nobody else fucking smoked around me. Like, and everybody fucking hated smoking. <laughs> Drinking is a very, so oh like, God, it's, a, it's everywhere. Social, it's so social. It's so innocuous. It, 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 I feel like now that I'm an adult, it is it is just as ubiquitous as eating. Like you go and you see friends and break bread, 
now our friends are hey i got 85 craft beers in the fridge that are all like they're all 900 calories of beer like yeah. like 12 and alcohol and we're gonna drink eight of them before the night's out at least you know like and it's uh, it's and that is so socially acceptable yeah. I so I see that I could see that being a bigger a, a, a bit of a, a a larger challenge but definitely not impossible you know no right. no not at all but yeah I just sitting in the hospital and watching television or whatnot it's like the amount of commercials every show and everybody else is getting wasted but uh I know quite a I know a good amount of people who have you know gotten it out of their life and they don't miss it so i'm hoping to be one of those people and and even to the point where if i want to drink a beer like the browns win the super bowl <laughs> you know i can drink a <laughs> I can oh my god you cared you cared you you could drink a beer if the browns win the super bowl you can drink a beer moto yeah. <laughs> am i going <laughs> so you know and i don't i don't want to uh, you know everyone can't drink around me that's that's bullcrap and i i'm able to be my own person and uh right well don't you tell that good, sto man. story uh i the peer pressure keeps coming up and i feel like i don't know the story well <laughs> enough to tell it i feel like it'd be better if someone else told it for you but i think you know what i'm talking about can you relay that from when you were with this what age were yeah, you in I, this I, uh, middle school that's what i thought middle school yeah and, and Teachers that knew me, they thought I was on drugs. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, like even to the point where dad came in to talk to the basketball. Oh, sorry. Wait, uh, they cut out there again. Dad came in to talk to who? Uh, the basketball coach. Oh, he, can you tell us who that was? I got to know. <laughs> it's, ah, it's uh, uh, just give us an initial. Um, no, it's, it's, I don't think it's the one you're thinking of. It's, uh, actually Broadman's dad at the time. Oh, well, oh see, that's interesting dad. too, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still his dad. <laughs> that sounds but, like a better story. What happened to that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's he, uh, turned into a woman and okay. <laughs> woman of the year. That was his um, <laughs> uh, so anyways, my parents are concerned about me. Teachers are concerned about me and uh, their peer pressure and whatnot. And I was like, I told my mom, I said, mom, I am the peer pressure. <laughs> yes. She didn't quite know what to think of that, but I was just saying, look, I do my shit, you know? Yeah. So. That's another long walk, short drink, shirt to come. It's just like I am the peer pressure. Yeah, moto with like an empty glass turned upside down, <laughs> middle finger in the other hand, and on the back it says, "I am the peer pressure." Long walk, no drink. No. <laughs> yeah, cool. that's awesome. Uh, well, one more thing I want to just uh, throw out uh, after I don't know. I mean, obviously you can talk more about this if you want, but I feel like we put you on the spot long enough. Um, going back to, I think it's probably episode 37 or at least one of the ones where we talk about Kevin Smith, um, at, at that show where the bride and I saw him last year, he was talking about podcasting. He's a big believer in podcasting his, the, the Jay to his silent Bob, um, has a podcast may have saved his life called Jay and silent Bob get old, which, uh, um, 
wherein Jason Mewes told the story of his struggles with addiction. He just kind of owned it in front of a crowd. And and then now they go out and tell old stories, sex stories, Mewes. And at some point they turn to Mewes and they say, how many days you've been clean and sober? And I think he's up to like six some years now. And he credits the podcast a lot and the accountability and the support from the podcast for that. Um, but I, I, either, you know, alongside that or even independently of it, um, just the honesty that podcasts allow and the time that they allow to, to get into stuff. Kevin Smith said at that, uh, that live show, he's like, because somebody who talked about having a podcast and he's, then he starts to go off about the virtues of them. And he says, like, I guarantee you, if you make 100 podcasts, and then I think he dialed it back to 50, if you make, wow. then someone will come up to you and say, your podcast saved my life. <laughs> so, wow. so I, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting with 50 and uh, all that's been, yeah. you know, Moto's been going through and um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe what you just said will be that, that the 50th thing for somebody out there. Um, yeah, that'd be great. I enjoy being a part of this group and getting, you know, getting to meet double D and, and, uh, you know, spend more time with Twinkie after 20 years of not seeing him and just the camaraderie. And, uh, yeah, really enjoy this podcast. So hopefully some more people do and subscribe on YouTube so we can get our <laughs> unique URL. <laughs> uh, ding the bell so that every time we do one of these live uh, stream recordings, you get to see that. Follow us on Twitter at, uh, at LWSD Pod. You can subscribe on any of your favorite streaming services, Stitcher, Google Play Music, which will ultimately become YouTube music now. Have you seen that? Oh, really? No. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the master. I'm the one that gets all the YouTube Red emails. YouTube Red switched over to YouTube Premium now. Huh. And they by 2019, they will phase out Google Play Music, and it will become this new app called... The, the app already exists. It's YouTube Music. So, I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah. a lot of people go to YouTube to listen to music, right? Yep. Well, and with YouTube Premium, it's not YouTube Red anymore, but with YouTube Premium, it they will let you can play YouTube in the background on Apple devices, uh, which you yeah. could not do with normal the normal YouTube app, which yeah. is a bitch if you want to listen to, use YouTube is, to listen yeah. to music because then the YouTube app has to be open on there. So Yeah. Or a th- you know three hour podcast like LWSD, yeah. which is great on video for all the visual components, but Absolutely. yeah, probably eats up your battery. We lost Moto; he'll probably be back in here. And oh, then yeah. uh, last one: uh, get your free copy of "Unfuck Yourself" or "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck." Double D, I'd love you to listen to read that "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck." Yeah, because okay. uh, I really feel like both of those. They essentially are delivering the same message uh, in a lot of ways, um, which I found very interesting. I definitely liked Unfuck Yourself more than The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I found that highly enjoyable. Oh, no. So, so good. So you can get that at uh, by going to audibletrial.com slash LWSD. Sign up for your free trial. Get your free audio book. You can get Cujo. You can get unfuck yourself you can get the subtle art of not giving a fuck i totally butchered the title of the next self-help book that i'm going to listen to uh it's called man's search for meaning was the last time i forget man's quest for happiness or whatever is what i called it that's wrong 
It's, uh, uh, yes, in your previous episode. Uh, <laughs> 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 exactly. Uh, Outstanding. For those audiobook nerds out there, yeah, it's a uh, uh, man's search for meaning, which um, this guy he tribute he he. From what I've read on Wikipedia, this man survived the Holocaust, like in a concentration camp, uh, and he used his experience in the concentration camp to basically develop this method. Uh, it's not a religion; it's a philosophy. I think would probably be a better way to describe it. But it's it's basically that as human beings, we find more. From what I understand of it, so much so far is that we find that the pleasure is in the search for understanding. Like we, yeah. we, we, we enjoy looking for how things work and the understanding of things. And uh, that's our ultimate desire. So if we feed that, we'll be okay. Um, so uh, you get on any of those audibletrial.com slash LWSD. Um, the f what what fun book am I listening to right now? Annihilation. I'm listening to. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Did you end up seeing that? I didn't, but I just heard it recommended again today uh, on the Cinema Fireside radio show slash podcast that I listened to uh, well, in Milwaukee. So I put it on. I started a list again with like what the movie's named, what it you know what kind of movie it is, and where I heard it recommended. Yeah. And that one I had to put various because I've that's been recommended a lot. Well, that's Alex Garland directed yeah. it, uh, adapted and directed it. So he wrote the script and uh, love it. This, that's the guy that directed Ex Machina, Double D. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, we man. need to have that conversation at man. some point, too. She didn't even <laughs> fucking hesitate. Just walked right by the motherfucker. Walked right by him. Uh, Ooh, so powerful. Did you watch Dread, powerful. Dave? Did you end up watching? You, you, you know, I'm so I feel, I feel bad about this. Uh, I, I watched half of it, and then I was just like, I'm just. I get why people like it because it's very stylish and stuff. I'm like, yeah. I don't care about any of these people. I'm out. All right, <laughs> so. no, that's fair. That's fair. I can see that. Like, it is. A, it's a very like. You're very. Man, uh, I don't know. That movie is fantastic. I don't know how you could tap out. I just was. I don't know. It just couldn't grab me and. Uh, but I told I could get I kind of got why people dug it because it was yeah it was very like it was very interesting Carl, like Carl as Urban a, is so awesome as Dread in that and like I just you know did they ever like get into like I just never I don't know who that is a and he was behind that thing the whole time so I never well that's Judge Dredd's character so like that was a big controversy so in the, <laughs> Judge Dredd is based off of the comic AD 2020, I think is what it's called. But it was like a big under, it, it was, it's a big comic in Britain. Hmm. And that whole, the whole point of that universe is he is the faceless, like, like justice is blind. So you're never supposed to see all of his uh, face. There's, they, they actually early on in the publication of the comic, one of the early publishers said you have like show his face like we i want to see his face and like the artist at the last minute right when they were going to print he does take his helmet off in the comic book and it should and it says censored across his face like <laughs> they you've never in the wow. like 30 years that the comic's been around like hundreds upon hundreds of hundreds of issues 
you've never seen Judge Dredd's face. So in the 90s, when they made the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie, and he takes his helmet off with like in the first like five minutes of the movie. And fans of Judge Dredd, like that, that's why that movie failed was be- to them was because like you should have never seen his face. So like Carl Urban's Judge Dredd, he never takes that helmet off for the entire movie. You never see that's so um, that is Bones from the new Star Trek movies. That's Carl Urban. Um, I've only seen one of those. I don't know if I can picture him. He's the I think one. It, he's the one in the Star Trek in the first new Star Trek, who he's the doctor on the ship. Like he, where when Kirk first gets on the shuttle to go up, and he's like, "All I've got is my oh, bones." You know, oh, like my okay. wife left me. Like, um, oh, he's in the he's in Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. I, I think I learned a little about myself as like, oh yeah, it's no wonder like I like a JCVD. Like I, I like like a Matt I like I need the green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I need him to seduce me a little, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um uh, but annihil so like back to that long, long short drink, annihilation yeah. that uh <laughs> that that book's pretty good. Get that LWSD slash LWSD. Uh, audibletrial.com slash LWSD. Uh, I could say one thing like, so I have had a couple beers. I feel like while Moto's like talking all this shit, like this is how a fucking insensitive Palmer is. Like, no, dude, like, like I said, if I, I'm not gonna change my ways, and I don't want people to not have a good time because I'm around, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, and I'm the same way with like, there's the few smokers that are in my life. I've I've had to talk to all of them and say like where they'll be smoking and I'll come out and they'll want to put them out or whatever and it's like don't fucking like that doesn't bother me at all it doesn't make me want to smoke if anything yep. it makes me yeah. want to smoke less because it smells fucking like shit like <laughs> it's so gross yeah. um so uh but I I mean one thing I can say is we like have not we you know we didn't start out the show with cracking a beer or anything like that and like. We haven't had one pee break. We've been going for three hours now. <laughs> Not one fucking wow. pee break. Like that's a l- less that's, booze will do. I guess <laughs> pretty evidential, right there, right? Yeah. Is that even a word? Evidential? I it is now. No, I yeah. think it is. <laughs> Assalingus. Assalingus. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like you need to watch. Like I'm not. I'm not going to tell you where it is in the movie because it. You'll know when it's coming up. But it will still catch you off guard at how abrupt it happens. Like and how like, long you said it was. It's so long. Like there's a <laughs> one point where he realizes it's not gonna do like because he's trying to embarrass him and he has no shame because he's an internet celebrity, which I, I thought was a re- that was a really highbrow level of joke. Um <laughs> that they never really come back to very much. But he realizes that nothing he's gonna do will embarrass this guy or cause him to to do it and so he pulls him out of the guy's ass and he's like okay that's enough and he's like i'm not done <laughs> and like right back in, uh, the assalingus like right back into it so uh, wow. dirtiest scene i've ever seen in a non-porn movie and i've seen a lot of dirty shit like <laughs> let me tell you 
I'm sure they could only do that because they're playing it for comedy. But oh yeah, it sounds intense. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if it would, what's so like this is where like again preferences and all, all like acceptance and all that aside, it is it's like they can show a, a man eating out another man's ass for a joke. But if it would have been a serious love scene, like that would have been X-rated. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like That's yeah. so, uh, which is just like I don't want to see any. Like, I think it's a, maybe it's inappropriate for any ass eating to happen in a film. Get on board with that. Like, that like, seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> like, how about we just keep the ass eating in the bedroom where it belongs? You know, like, <laughs> between two or more consenting adults. Or more. <laughs> <laughs> I think you that's the human know. centipede, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, oh, here, so. sign here. Yeah. Apple. You well, shall we take a? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and use the license agreement. <laughs> uh, South Park yeah. made a joke about that. They said, you know, you didn't read the iTunes agreement. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> you, you signed up for this. You didn't. The user you didn't read. It. <laughs> The four people that didn't actually read the user agreement get turned into a human centipede. That's so <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's just dumbfounded that these four people didn't read it. Oh, shit. Beautiful. Well, uh, gentlemen, um, the first 50 have been spectacular, and I'm looking forward to at least another 50 more. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Super so. excited. It's been a great journey so far. <clears throat> you by no means have to have this as your as your sign off because i'm sure that there's still oh, we got 40 minutes yeah <laughs> we're 40 minutes away from the wrap-up you don't have another 40 minutes in you double d come no, on nor do i have 250 dollars to stay on the call so <laughs> that'll be our one patreon level should we ever get it that's it principle it unlocks everything yeah, yeah what do you get uh, I don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Lots to come up with something. <laughs> so, but thank you so much for allowing me to join. And Twinkie, if you're coming on later, wish you all the best. And I can't wait to uh, to catch it when it comes out. Um, but uh, yeah, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. And Moto, Double anytime, D. anytime. Double D. Great seeing you, man. Hey, call me the fuck back, Double D. Yeah, it's coming. I'm a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just calling to try to get you on episode 50. Sometimes I just want to talk to you, you know. I know, and I want to talk. Well, yeah. And when yeah. I do call back, it'll be a long call. So Okay, <laughs> good. Right. Well, if I, if I don't hear my phone, I've been I've been having trouble with my phone where I'm not hearing any notifications. So okay. if if you don't get me right away, just leave me a voice and I'll call you right back. Have you been calling me? I haven't. I've gotten no notifications. Yeah, bullshit. Don't, don't bullshit. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, it's All been right. a pleasure. We'll see great great care, to man. talk to you, sir. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks for coming on. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> awesome. That's the way you leave. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a George Costanza got, exit. Like, it's like joke. He had it right there, ready to go. Like, yep. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, right. Outstanding. Well, should we take a pee break and then you can fill us in on, uh, you, you know, you've been putting off telling us anything about your life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have to tell anybody about my life. I, mean, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a few things. I'm like, just I did this on the record, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's take a pee break and then uh, um, let's let's take five for one viewer. Don't fucking go away. I bet <laughs> it's winky right. anyways. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, 
uh, I don't know who it would be. Nobody's chatted. I've had the chat up the whole time. So uh, uh, Broadman's really enjoyed listening to us. He uh, he's keeping up with all the new episodes. And he's like, got a new long walk, short drink today. You know, that's that's awesome. Oh, that's uh, like Broadman, thank you. So I'm so like that's so touching to just. I love hearing like new people finding out about the podcast in some way, and then loving it like it's like that's the thing is like i i swear when and i'm grateful for every listener that we have and every play that we have but like when it finally does and i know it's gonna happen we're gonna get like there those things are just gonna like exponentially multiply because i think that that like people will want to listen to what we have to say be a part of the community be a part of our community and that's what it is like all arrogance aside I think they will want to be a part of our community. So I just, I, I love podcasts and what I mostly love about it, especially are, are ones that are like conversation based. And it's just fun to like, I feel like I'm hanging out with people without the yep. pressures of, of engaging in the conversation. You got and of it. course the convenience of doing it, whatever you want. Yep. But uh, yeah, so I, I love the idea that people are getting that kind of enjoyment out of, me talking about John Claude Van Damme, <laughs> so Damme watching twelve minute videos of John Claude Van Damme exercising. Yeah, oh my so god, sweaty. he was I so know. so sweaty, like, orange, <laughs> an orange with green hair. Oh, man, all right, well let's do that pee break and then okay. so let's come back. It's a uh, my clock says three after. Let's come back at ten after. Yeah, no problem. Mike. All right, let's do that. Going to Thailand. <laughs> I'm training with Uncle Zian. It's hard to imagine. I really just wanted to throw kicks on film <laughs> after that. <laughs> like they're like, I want to go, you know, fight like that I've for just real. Heard, I've heard it on like uh, you know interviews and things. That's that's one of those sports where you know such an individual. I mean, they do it for football and. Uh, you know, get an insight on a, a person. But one thing that the UFC did really well is that they do these in-depth backstories about the uh, and get you involved in their life struggle, what got them there, and why they're fighting. And uh, so, through those type of interviews, I've I've heard quite a few of like, I saw a kickboxer and I just had to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's awesome. I'm very curious that this new Lionheart, if these are like new interviews with him, because I think they have a hold of like the old, the old, like from the time interviews, uh, behind the fights. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, I think they are new because the, one of these things is archival making a feature archival interview. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, I was thinking when we, we had the, uh, uh, wrong bet. Yeah. <laughs> wrong bet song. I was thinking of working in the, uh, you know, how they did the kicks. I don't know. Was that, that wasn't pianos. Was somebody's style to do the, yeah, yeah, 
like they show the same kick like five times in a row oh yeah yeah like the cuts the cuts where it's like yeah. a bunch yes yeah that was in in Lionheart like and the, yeah it was in a bunch of movies Lionheart was the last one actually that they did that and they did cut it down yeah didn't do it as much yeah yeah <laughs> But that would be funny to work in the song if we make oh, a yeah. song out of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be so fun. <laughs> that, was, that was working for me right from the jump. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ben. Uh, hey, we were just uh, dreaming up r- wrong bet uh, <laughs> sound clips. <laughs> wrong bet. Actually, that drum, maybe, Moto, maybe that drum fill could some, like, maybe one time be just kicks. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like kick noises. Uh, wrong bit. I wonder if we can, like, take the audio that we had and make something out of that. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, yeah. That's a good place to start. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I think we're making it right here. Because you hear those things like yeah. where they'll take a news report and uh, make like put a dance beat behind it and it's like a song. So I was like, I'm hearing it. Yeah. It can even be like the JC doing that booms, booms, booms from the trading video. Wrong bit. Booms, booms, booms. Sibola, sibola, bump, de bump, de bump. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my life for you. <laughs> so um, I I just shared. Uh, I, we don't need to get into this. I want to know what's going on with you, but it's so no, funny to sure. me that this. I was looking at that Patreon page for the Squadcast, yeah. and uh, they're starting a book club. Uh, and their first book, it, Book Squad, it's The Outsider, the new Stephen King book. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. No. They are listening to our podcast. It gotta be right. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> they took a break of like six months and just listened to Long Walk Short Drink. Because <laughs> where were they for that time? Listen, there's the only saving grace is we have timestamps on our episodes. Like we know right. we were first on all that shit. So, oh, that's fun. The the two dollar oh. per month uh, contribution. It's yeah, the the they have names to the tiers. The two dollar per month is you're in the goddamn club. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Oh, the very highest level, uh, sixty six dollars a month is you've been dorked. <laughs> As in, you know, they say, have you or have you not ever been dorked? <laughs> Right. I I want I want to like interact with them just to test my theory on if the best friend was actually not into monsters. Oh yeah, no, I think that's a great theory. Yeah, uh, I'd be so curious to know if uh, if Twinkie at least saw that they were there or anything. I don't I don't know if it was the day like he was floating around. He didn't tell us anything, but he, maybe he's waiting to surprise us because they were at that Denver Denver Comic Con. Yeah. But if he would have even recognized them, I'm sure they don't look anything like they did when they were eight. That's true. And one, he wasn't watching movies around that time in history. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's very true. Sorry, it took me so long to get back up here. Ash was oh, just sorry. getting ready to go to bed. And so we decided to go down and make hang out. out for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Do. Yeah. Do what we do before she went to bed. So, um, 
<laughs> no, yeah, never mind. Dude, that, that do. Bad place. Actually, uh, the other thing Broadman was saying, he's like, check out the oil. There's these uh, little oil. I've, I, I don't know. This stuff hits you a little different. So it's so much really feeling it. But oh, the edible? he was listening to an episode. It's, it's it's a vaping oil. Yeah, I I can't. Nothing ever worked for me better mm. than just eating a piece of cake. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I guess I do. <laughs> edibles, edibles, oils, like any of those things. I I I swear that edibles didn't work for me because. They, I'm, I'm too fat, and THC is fat soluble. So, I, if I ate an edible, I thought my body was just putting in stored fat and not actually processing anything. So, that's why I never felt anything off of an edible. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have. I maybe I would try those. That I have tried that. Uh, no, I've tried shatter. I've tried some. I've tried vaporizers, and like I said, they I feel like feel like nothing's happening, and then until you've gone too, too far, too far. Sort yep. of, and then it's like, yeah, then, so yeah, then you're like Doctor Evil with your head between your legs, like spinning, like. Uh, <laughs> 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 Got to figure out what's right for you, but he told me to mention it, so I did. No, no, that, I definitely will. I will look into that. I we actually uh, have to say goodbye to cake, so. Um, we're at that point in our life where that has to happen. So, um, and that's okay because yep. every good era needs a like needs an ending, right? And so that's how you can look back at it at, at yeah. the good old days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also as like a way to like as as a goal in the future, you know, like my I love. One of the things that I love about my wife is her endless. She wouldn't believe it, this because I always like roll my eyes at it, but she is endlessly positive, right? Which is something that I need. It's a good balance for me. And so her whole take is, is like, yeah, we're going to stop cake now, but it just means once it's legalized or once we retire, like then it's on like Donkey Kong. You know, so <laughs> and so much better. Yeah, and it, like and it rewarding yeah. or something. Yeah, so I mean, it it and it'll be it's it's okay. You know, there was definitely a period of our relationship and our lives where cake wasn't a part of that. So, like Double D was saying, like it's not a part of our identity or anything. So yeah, not who you are, I, just something you did. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, which is good. I, I mean, I honestly, I was getting to the point where in it and I don't, and maybe this was just what I was dealing with in my life or whatever, but I would eat a piece of cake and it would really make me super, super paranoid. Um, even in like the comfort of my own home. Uh, you know, where I might have eaten a piece of cake a hundred times before with zero incident, I would not feel comfortable all of a sudden, 
which is not that's not fun like it, that's not enjoyable no. or, or pleasant and so um and it didn't matter what 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 strain we had or what kind we had it was just it was more that's where i knew it was all mental because it was like it was the act of what i was doing that was causing the stress and not actually what i was doing that was causing the stress so yeah it's just a, it's just good all around i think it's just a good point for us to take a break and step away from it for a while so uh sounds good which is good i mean it's it, it's it's career driven that's for sure uh we're both starting which is better than cake driven <laughs> which is better than cake driven so um it's we 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 both uh i was i was recently offered a a, a position with an organization that was too good to pass up so um awesome yeah it, it is in <laughs> I, in some ways i don't know like i it is great it just is really hard to not i just have to keep reminding myself like i'm not giving up on my business or like that can those two things can still exist and coexist you know like i wasn't going to yeah, be able to do i was to get my business off the ground i wasn't going to be able to do that without working some kind of job anyways so you might as well get a job that's going to pay you a decent amount of money and that's what this is so uh she also is starting in in the same organization and so we're just and we can't have cake when we're in that organization so that's well, it's nice you're doing it together mm. yeah Oh yeah, no, and it it was I could see that becoming a challenge. The path that we were going down were you know, I was just going to be working on the business and just working like an hourly job that really it didn't matter if I had cake or not. I was going to stop because I but it would be really it would have been I could see it very easily where oh, I just happened to be with this person and so we happened to have a piece of cake and then she found, you know, she doesn't get to and then I would feel shitty about it. And which she would not make me feel shitty intentionally, but I would. And so this just makes it really easy. You know, it's, it's like you, like you're, like you were saying earlier about you were, you know, it's not that hard of a decision when it, you actually have to make the decision, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this just makes the decision really easy, you know? So it's, do it together and support each other and just gonna yeah. be new. Yeah. So uh that'll be that'll be good. So yeah. Do you want to tell yeah. us about about your business stuff anyway? I mean it's the kind of thing uh yeah, that, no, like I, you're doing anyway, and I know you've been doing a lot of work on it. Yeah, the, no, the business is going fine. I'm just spending a lot of time in the shop. Like yesterday I spent like I feel like three hours in Home Depot building my dust collection system in my head <laughs> uh, and making sure I was getting all the right parts for that. So I have all those now. I, You know, it's just everything. I have all the pieces for my CNC machine now, right? And I have nowhere to build it. So it's because everything is just like more steps than you think it's going to be and more money than you think it's going to be and more pieces and parts than you think it's going to be. <clears throat> so I'm just trying to not get overwhelmed and, and eat the elephant one bite at a time and break it just 
down into sizable manageable chunks you know so like yesterday the manageable chunk was to go to home depot and like get all the pieces that you need because i was worrying about that more than actually getting stuff done in the shop but it's like now that i scratch that itch of having now i have all the pieces in the house that i need now i can like get the other three steps to get to the point where i'm ready for those pieces and so uh yeah, I'm pretty set up for that tomorrow. I think I'll, I should be able to uh, get the last little bit of everything in my shop ready to where I can get the dust collection system up. Uh, all of it is about space. Um, like, uh, my shop is so teeny tiny. It I have to... And I, and there's essential things that I need. So like the dust collection system is really crucial because, um, one, I don't want to die on all the like crap, breathing all the crap. Right. So it, it, it will trap a good portion of that crap, uh, right at the source of all my machinery, which is awesome. But like the, ultimately I'm going to have a laser on my CNC machine, which generates smoke and fumes and those need to be vented. And so, um, if I have this dust collection system, I can, I can set it up in a way that when I'm running the laser, that's vented outside through like my dryer vent. Uh, so, but I need to, I have such a finite amount of space in my shop and I know I need to save at least four foot by eight foot for my CNC table. So now at this point, I'm just trying to get like, I, you know, I was grateful that I had my, the workbenches built in the way I, I realized that today, like I had built my workbenches in a way that they were modular so I could change them around if I needed to. And I'm so grateful that I did that instead of building them to the space that I put them in initially because I would have had to tear them down and rebuild them. But now I can just reconfigure them how I need them and wrap them around. They were a straight line before and now they're like wrapped around a corner, which is awesome that they were that versatile. Like it was really a good proof of concept on uh, my design. And so, but it's like all those steps need to happen so that I can ensure, okay, like I know I need this dust collection system. So now I need to find the space for that to go in this limited amount of space that I have left um, while still leaving this. And it's like the dust collection system is the last one. Once I get that piece in, then I can go and get the, the stuff to build the CNC table. And then once I build that, then it's, it's building, putting the CNC machine together and getting that up and running so and then all of that takes takes time so that's another thing to just remember that i'm you know this i'm really struggling with this job offer just because it feels like i'm i finally the job offer feels like everything else in my life. Like it's the decision that I'm supposed, I was supposed to make. And up to this point, I feel like all of the, the majority of those decisions, I keep saying all, but the majority of those decisions, the like, this is what you should do. were not the right decisions for me. You know, like, I don't feel like I should have gone to college and gotten two degrees for a job that I'm not doing anymore, but the debt that I'm going to carry for the rest of my life, 
I wish I would have gotten an engineering degree because it would have, the debt is impacting me more than the career. You know what I mean? Uh. So it's like, if I would have been an engineer, like I could have taken care of the student debt by now. And I probably wouldn't have like gotten in the position that I was in, you know, doing a career that pays nothing essentially, but is a passion. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it's so much of who you are is like, do you, what's, what's cool is you could do either or, you know, your personality yeah. is balanced enough to where you could, you know, be an engineer or a teacher, but it seems like, you know, the, I, I don't know. What if you didn't do it? What, what if it never, I mean, other than the debt part, like, I, yeah, I it seemed. Well, and I mean, and that was such a big part of my identity. Um, like Broadman was talking about how I had worked with the future problem solvers of America in eighth grade and yeah, how uh, I think you were in that math class that I taught when I was in eighth grade or there was a group of your friends for sure that were in that class. I mean, I've wanted to teach since I was in middle school, you know, and, and it just didn't, yep. it just didn't pan out, but it was what I was supposed to do. Right. And, uh, yeah. So this, this job, this, or this business idea, like I finally felt like I got all the cojones to finally like do what I wanted to do instead of what I was supposed to do. Right. And now mm. all of that has just been like, this amazing and I am grateful for it offer come literally came out. I written the job off uh, and comes out of nowhere that when combined with Ash already joining this organization, that was already going to change our life. And this will like, it, the, like yesterday I said, like, I never want us to be like, I always want us to be, if I do this, we can never not be these people who we are right now. Like, and I want you to hold me accountable to that just as much as I, I'm going to hold you accountable to it. Like, that's how much of a life change it could potentially be for us. And, uh, it's so hard not to feel like a sellout now because it's like, <laughs> Because it's like I'm doing what I want to do, and I'm really, I really believe in it. But it's like that's what, like I can, I can do both. That's really what I just have to keep telling myself is I can do both. Is it? Is it close? I mean, is there much of a commute? Oh no, like the no commute. Like oh, well, that's great. Like I ten mean, minutes. Oh, <laughs> like, that's fantastic. Like, it's it's a little more than that, but it's it's really not. It's but, not an hour and a half like it was before. It's, I mean. I can imagine that will help, though, if you think about the time that you spent in a metal box. Oh, um, yeah. You can now still have a full work day and spend, even even if it's only half that time or whatever, in the, uh, in the shop. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, in, I, there are months, there's going to be months of me learn like, I'm fully confident that I'm going to be able to use my creativity and my, and my ability to figure stuff out and then use that to, to make things that I want. I'm fully confident. I'm going to be able to, to make something of this, this venture. 
Um, I'm also really confident that that's going to take time. And mm -hmm. so that's really what it boils down to that I'm reminding myself, like, I'm just, I'm just funding that time, you know, mm -hmm. like, and this doesn't mean that that goes away. It, I, but then it's just like the realist in me, which some, most people, I guess, would call a cynic or just like, you're just telling yourself what you need to. You know what I like? Because <laughs> yeah. it's just, uh, yeah. So that's, well, I, I mean, that's where I'm at. The the business is, I'm. it's on like Donkey Kong. I'm, you know, I have my logo. Awesome. I have my. I have yeah, my, I, saw, I got to see that logo. Did you yeah. share that with, are you ready to share that with the people or are you um, yeah. Oh, no, I can. I, I think mean, it's I so can, fun. I can. Let me see if I have that on here. I think I do. Uh, our YouTube viewers, and depending on what platform you listen, uh, you may have noticed a new Long Walk Short Drink logo. And that is also something that Palmer made. It's spectacular. Uh, yeah, perfect. Perfect day to pull it out. Oh, yeah. The, well, this is our little tease because... The the goal is is that when we come back from our hiatus, there should be a long an actual legitimate long walk short drink website. That's the because I'm also going to make the website for my business during that hiatus. Let me share the screen, the entire screen, which is this. Let's minimize that too. This is the oh, yeah. Let me uh, we talk here so it pops up here palmer by design is going to be the name of my business with cool. my little palm tree there and it yeah. says oh sorry tell, yeah you have to keep talking so that it so walk us through oh, yeah. the elements that are on screen for our podcast listeners and i guess just so that it, the image stays up for our youtube viewers yep so um the palm tree is there because that's the name palmer comes from uh like they're adventurers who would go to the new land and to prove that they went to the new land, they would bring back the most exotic things that they could find, but they had to be things that could survive the trip. And one of those things were palm leaves uh, or palm fronds would make the, so they would bring them back to Europe when they would come back from the new land to prove that they had been there and hadn't just disappeared for so, so long. Right. To, and then said they went there. So these people who would go to the new land were were slowly over time dubbed palmers because they carried around these palm leaves to prove that they had been to the new land. And so that's where the palm tree comes from. And uh, Palmer by design just sounds cool with games which I haven't figured that part out. Well, pinball and wood mm -hmm. games and all kinds of stuff. Woodwork, vinyl, and lasers. <laughs> uh, which that is just, I mean, of course, I'm going to have a laser. <laughs> uh, but that's a great conversation piece. That's right. Uh, and then palmerbydesign.com, which is my website. So That is uh, awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Did you go Good through, ideas, is, is that something that was just kind of in your mind, the whole palm tree thing, or did you have to kind of brainstorm images and, uh, well, I mean, I've known about the 
like the palm tree, the palm leaves being that's one of the versions of where the name Palmer comes from that you run across, right? I, uh, you do those like surname histories of surnames, and they're not sometimes they conflict with each other. That's one of the versions of Palmer that <clears throat> I heard that I really like that. I like the idea that somewhere my, you know, great, 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 great ancestors were adventurers and like, and so this is kind of like an adventure for me, you know? Oh yeah. This new idea. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I really picture the palm, the palm tree as being like, uh, I want to make a brand or, or, or use that as like my, um, my mark for pieces that I make. Um, yeah. So, and I drew that, like I drew the trunk and then I digitally made the the leaves and the coconuts on there. That's great. Then, I love it. Um, yeah, it just, it just, Palmer by design just popped into my head. It just, it wore, it rolls off your tongue. I like it. Well, um, anyone that's dreaming up an idea, it's like, I don't know. It just says, it together or i can make it for you or just like the idea of doing yeah. yeah something up nailed it say yes that's it that's exactly <laughs> what i was going for so, i like it too a little bit like the adventure thing it's a uh, palmer by design and you know talked a little bit about that name and stuff or like the persona or what have you but it also seemed to cut the, the catalyst for it all seemed to come about at a time where you're really trying to figure some things out and make a new path for yourself. So I, I like that too. It was like, yeah, it sort of seems to have a personal uh, <clears throat> underpinning, at least like the way I'm interpreting it. No. And that, and all of those things, I think all of those things are, are yes, I think is the, is the best way to say it. So, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I, I'm really, struggle like i'm i'm grateful for the opportunity for the for this uh career path it is definitely has nothing to do with education and that is a little scary um it but it's it's equally scary to me i really like when i made the decision to quit my job and to go down this path I, I remember waking up one morning and Ash was like, what's like, what's wrong? Like you look really, they're just something different. And I was like, I'm bursting with the opportunity of this. Like there's just so, like it just felt so good, you know? And it's like, this is the first time since then that I've just like, I woke up today and I was just like, yeah. And <clears throat> You know, she says it's like just PTSD from my the past two experiences that I've had, and that and I'm willing to accept that that's probably like ninety percent of it. But it's still like an, a, a desk job and a cubicle, staring at a spreadsheet for eight hours a day, and it's like not anything close to what sounds appealing to me at all from just a pure work aspect mm -hmm. right um 
but if I go into it and I'm and I go into it like I'm going to learn and this is something new and there's I mean there for all of this there's just as much opportunity and potential in this path you know and and that's where I need to just get over myself and say even though this isn't necessarily what you want it doesn't necessarily mean that you're sacrificing anything it, you're still getting opportunity you're still getting potential and you're definitely you definitely can create a self-fulfilling prophecy if you go into this saying like this is gonna fucking suck you know because <laughs> then it will just fucking suck mm -hmm. because you make it suck <laughs> so i don't want that to happen the good thing is is that like i probably won't start for 90 days probably at, at the earliest so um i will to... i have time to get my head wrapped around it for sure it's just it's so new like ash and i have been walking um we this week we've been really good where we've we've gone on two walks we've committed to where we want to try to do monday wednesday friday right now of walking and we have a 5k there, it's it's almost a perfect 5k this path that takes us around it kind of goes outside of our neighborhood we walk through ud like we walk to ud basically and then walk back to our neighborhood and uh it's like 3.1 miles it's almost ex like i think it's 5k is like 3.2 so we're just under a 5k it's a great walk like my, I hit my, my Fitbit went off. I hit my calories at like nine 30 this morning. Oh, wow. Oh, cause you is, did the walk. Geez. Yeah. Cause we did the walk. Right. That's and awesome. So, uh, <clears throat> which is fantastic. Uh, I I've also lost like 30 pounds. Um, oh, wow. I, I great. didn't know if it was the black or the hat, but you yeah. definitely look, <clears throat> which is, gr which is good. So in Moto, I'm going to tell you right now, like your situation is definitely inspiring. Like I, I, I mean, I'm going to work and lose this weight right along, right alongside you for sure. Um, awesome. We, yeah. where was I going with that? Oh, we were, so we went on that walk this morning. We were, we started that walk this morning and she's like, so how are you feeling about this job and all this stuff? And then I'm like, well, I mean, if I'm just being honest, like it's really hard right now not to feel like i'm selling out and like she took that really hard and i'm like i'm not i didn't mean that to be hard i'm this is all me thinking in my head like i didn't mean that to like to sound shitty i'm just trying to be honest you know like yeah, with yourself and with myself and her and like you know because i don't want to be delusional about this and yeah at the end of the day it's like i'm like i'm going into this with no major debt shackle right where i'm going to feel trapped in this job because i have to keep like i'm like working to just pay my debt off mm -hmm. um because i've taken care of that so <clears throat> that's huge and it is it it will change our life so i just need to focus on that and know that i'm not compromising anything like my business is still going and it's just me trying yeah. not to be a baby about it you know not to be a big man no it's a large change especially like you said coming off the emotion 
Exactly. Roller coaster that you were. Of, it, I, I kind of feel like, you know, if, you know, if you don't get enough of something, like you're not getting enough of the, of your woodworking business, laser business, sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. Lasers on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of makes that time more special when you do get to put time in there. And Yep. That, and that's dedicated and, and that's very true. And like, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure there's listeners that are just going to roll their eyes and just be like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course it's not going to work because it's like, we're renting right now and I'm building this huge shop in a rental, you know, <laughs> like, so this is going to really, uh, this will ultimately lead to us getting our own space for sure which is going to be a huge, like I told Ash today, I'm like, you know, working in my shop, it's because it's so small. It's like, I have to really be cognizant of my workflow through a project because I, I have to usually clean my shop four times or more like throughout a project because I'll get one step done and that will like totally mess my shop up. And to do the next step, I have to clean it up so I can make it re mess it up for the next step, you know, and it's very, it'll be, and that's only because I don't have space to do each step kind of in its own section, or I have to move tools out to move other tools in and stuff like that. Uh, so it'll be, I told her, I was like, it'll be weird to be in a shop. Like I won't know what to do when I get into a legitimately sized shop where I can give each tool its own space and, actually not fall over things while I'm trying to work. So, I mean, there's an infinite amount of positive outcomes to me accepting this position. And I fully acknowledge that the majority of this apprehension I have right now is just on me. So, um, I'm, you know, I'll get over it. It'll, it'll be great. It's a great opportunity. It's a, it, it's a ton of potential to learn new things and expose myself to a diversity and, and a new environment that I never saw myself being a part of. Um, I'm trying to be really careful cause I like really can't say anything about the <laughs> organization or the position. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's what it is. That's where I'm at. I know it sounds like I'm not like in a good spot about it, but it it's, I acknowledge I'm putting myself in that spot. It's not. Oh, it makes perfect, perfect sense. I mean, you've, you made a huge, like you kind of, you know, walked off a cliff of faith, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and then, then. Yeah, so it definitely makes sense why you would feel this way. Uh, and it's hard to know, right, if it's going to, how it's going to yeah. work out. But it definitely sounds like, I don't know, if, if I think about, uh, I don't know enough like entrepreneurial stories, but I, I think a lot, a lot of people who, you know, get to do something that they love for a living did that thing for free while they did other stuff for a long yeah. time until yep. suddenly... I'm, I'm thinking of the worst examples like uh, James Obar, the author of the crow used to like draw the crow at night and he detailed cars during the day and he didn't like it. And then eventually he was making more money doing, doing something. It wasn't the crow. I think it was 
I think like making t-shirts or something for drawing illustrations for anyway. But he got to a place where he's like, oh, I'm actually making as much money doing this as that. So I don't have to do that other yeah. thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when I was first starting to uh, play my own music and stuff like that, I had seen this documentary called DIY or Die. Um, and there was an interview in there with a, all, all these people that made their living from uh, making, I think it was all music. Or maybe just art in general, but there's an interview with Steve Albini, a famous uh, producer, and um, and he, he has you know notoriously has this view of um, of making records. Like he, I don't think he actually he doesn't like the word producer. He says recorded by Steve Albini, and he he eventually worked with bands well, like Nirvana and stuff. I'm sure Moto knows who he is. Something unique about him is that he uh, he doesn't take royalties. You know, like if he took royalties or he took his like whatever their percentage their percentage points like say from lithium or in some of these albums that he's done he feels like you asked me to build a house i built a house for you to build the house i don't 20 years later if your house is still standing <laughs> um wow. so yeah he's got a unique approach on that type of thing yeah he does he's, uh, he's awesome a very some drum sound Right. Yeah. Go to him for his drum sound. Yeah. He's uh, uh <laughs> but even now I think, you know, he runs a studio and rents out his services and stuff as an engineer or the studio and he thinks of it like that, like building houses or whatever. Um, but he was talking about it's like I remember so distinctly him saying it's like, you know, most people have a job and then at you know, certain points or sometimes they resent that job. And he's like, so few people get to make living, uh, making music. And, uh, you know, now I'm definitely paraphrasing and probably misremembering things, but he's like, there's a real danger if you are that fortunate that you will come to resent this job as much as you did that other job. So he's like, for me, I've always tried to, he was saying, cause he also played music. Like I always tried to protect that mm -hmm. part of it by, you know, not relying on it for, income or not expecting that I should get to rely on it for income. And so that really informed like the way that I approached that and then still to this day. And like for me, um, if it were, if I needed to make a living from making music, I would have had to make such tremendous like concessions to where, and for me, the concessions, like whatever playing, say 50% covers or whatever it was and shows to or whatever it might be. Um, I was like, I would literally rather not do it than do that stuff. And, right. But so I guess that's my frame of reference. And so imagining you starting this new thing and and having a something to help subsidize it, you know, get you in a new place where you could <clears throat> actually do it, and and hopefully uh, maybe retain more of the not not that you wouldn't have it otherwise, but it, I think it could be good to not have the pressure of like, oh my god, I need to bring in this much money a month to make right. this, like, I don't know. That's perhaps yeah. a little bit more how I work than I'm projecting on you. But I'm hoping that, yeah, you can you can build the the business as a, or, or the practice or the whatever it is, you, you know, you kind of think of it as um, from a place of like joy and like it's the thing you go and do and you're like, oh my God, it's been this many hours and I've lost myself in it. Um, yeah. That That's my hope uh, for you. No, in... <laughs> And I'm sure it's going to pan out. I mean, one way or another, it's going to pan out. And like, again, and 
why my wife is so awesome is because she's like, listen, at the end of the day, I care more about your sanity. So if it starts to get to the point that this is not working out for you, then you just quit. Like, then we just go back to this. Like, we know we were going to do this, right? So we'll add this piece to that. And if then if it starts to not work, we know that piece, we'll take that piece back out. And we'll come back to this point, you know? Yeah. So that's awesome. Which that is totally true too. So I, it's, it is a little hypocritical to say that I'm bursting with the opportunity of all of these options and then to say, except this one, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I need to embrace the opportunity and just ex, ex, accept the fact that. I, you don't always get to pick the path, right? Like you, you try to steer it and you try to stay on the one you want or the one that you enjoy the most or whatever your prior, however your priorities are, you, that's the path you try to go down. But sometimes the path just, just ends or changes or Mm -hmm. what have you, you know, you, you, and you don't have any control over that. And so just, you know, it's just the way the universe works. So, I mean, I, I, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm definitely excited to be a part of this organization. Um, I'm excited to learn this whole new field, you know, this whole new uh, career path that I had not even considered, but I'm really confident I will be good at. Um, So... We'll see. Learning we will, from we the see. internet. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. So, and it's yeah. good. I think you know. I mean, uh, I, I, it's important to feel how you f- feel and uh, acknowledge yeah. it, and not, you don't have to. You, you feel how you feel, and it's yeah. much better to uh, to be honest about that. I have to imagine than to try to suppress it or whatever, like or deny it, or or yeah. you know try to. to change it into something else or what have you. It's just, you know, it just kind of, there's part of me that's like, yeah, that's kind of a bummer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but there's another part of me that's yeah. like, this is a great opportunity and it's more money than you've ever made. And it's really, it's going to learn what you like to do. impact our family. And I get to learn what I'm really want to do, you know? So when I get to retire and I have a greenhouse full of cake and, <laughs> and a, um, a huge workshop, <laughs> a huge workshop in a log cabin house. <laughs> and I'm restoring pinball machines and, you know, building custom signs. Uh, I, I can look back at this and be like, look at, you know, look at that path that you chose. So yeah, it's a tough time, but then you got to the, uh, Oh, I had a term for it, but you know, just that and goal, the happy place that you want to build. Yeah. Be build. Be build. What was that thing that, <laughs> that was from the the book before where you're like a lot of uh man search for meeting or whatever? Is it in that process, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like your your that happiness a lot of our happiness as human beings. Um are are derived from 
searching for meaning rather than actually getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find. So everybody got a chance to really catch up the the listeners and each other. Yeah, that's been good. Uh, with but but you, Dave, what's oh. going on? Like, what are you? Oh no, like- I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm not just saying this, but there's like there's nothing I can think of. I mean, I'm working on a lot of um stuff, but but stuff that's taken a long time and uh will be fun how, to talk about when it's you know in some stage of doneness. <laughs> how are your projects though coming? Because we know like you're you're working on a bunch of stuff. You um we listen to you all the way from like going through other bands uh road footage to your uh and Dave, um, audio correspondence <laughs> and um, 10, 10 year anniversary uh, dog days, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, a lot of concert footage, all of those, like, how are all those things going? Like, how are, are, are you happy with where the project, you don't have to tell us, like, oh, yeah, specifics, yeah, I think but so. are you happy with where they're going? Like, yeah, yeah. I, um, I went through, uh, at least a dozen, probably more, you know, long form shows from that I played from 2006 through seven. And I found and that was painful, but I found, I found it ended up working itself out really well. I picked the performances that I thought, you know, rep- could rep. It's like a kind of composite show that also is like composite. Even the intros are from different shows and stuff. So that's one element of, uh, perhaps a sort of stand standalone element of this like 10th anniversary thing that I've been working on most directly. But I also, I think I picked a lot of, of these cards of, help remember you know remind me and i haven't put them up but of like all these different just visualizations of all the components of what will be part of this 10th anniversary big box set type thing so that's been really fun uh uh i've been working on the cabin kids project that i guess i don't want to get into too much but i will say that as part of that i've been looking at the the raw footage that comprises the one video that we have on our YouTube page and that is familiar to cabin kids, which was, uh, all shot for the purpose of having some kind of montage. I was making a lot of senior video montages at the time. And I thought it'd be fun with this new emerging group of friends to do something like that. So I've been watching those tapes and kind of editing them down on the 20th anniversary of the date whenever possible. So that's been pretty cool. (laughs) And I rescued a lot of some source material from the cabin documentary from from mold and decay, and uh, that's been some physical work. Um, and I have this. This is kind of like other than long walk, short drink. I mean, it's frustrating for me not to finish things, but I do finish a long walk, short drink every two weeks, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, my projects have been big, and so I have this like one, two, three. This is all music related, but so one is to get this dog days. Uh, 10th anniversary thing finished and then two is to return to this uh, long this documentary about the set it centers around the last album I made but it's kind of about more than that 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 Moto and I made together and then this third one is kind of taking all of the the different approaches like the dog days one is multimedia the furious light documentary is a documentary that I intend to do like they're doing like with uh squad cast and stuff. I mean, I intend to try to enter it into any and all film festivals I can and just kind of, um, 
have that experience for the first time in a long time. Uh, and then the third one is, is a auto I'm calling, I've been calling it auto focused and I want, whereas the furious light documentary is based around an interview slash conversation that was recorded video wise. And then to, uh, some supplementary footage, this will be all documentary footage, but largely that that's pretty much always coming from, I mean, I didn't always take it, but it's all like home video ish type of stuff that will kind of span the entire 10 years that I was writing, recording music recently. Um, I've been thinking about that for a long time and I may do the festival thing with that as well, but those, that's kind of like the, the three large projects that I've been chipping away at. And awesome. They, uh, I haven't started the the third one, but the Furious Light documentary is in a great place. It just, I don't know, these kind of anniversaries. I was I was also feeling like if I spent some time with this Dog Days material that I could fill in this hole that I felt was in the documentary, but I realize now that that's not so necessary, but I think it, that piece, which will have a much wider, potentially much wider reach than you know, the 10th anniversary of an album, very, very, very few people are even <laughs> aware exists. Uh, like, I don't think that's going to get new listeners, but I think the documentary could could allow for me to create a context that would introduce new people to that music. So anyway, uh, I am excited about those things and enjoying them. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's got been, been, been going well. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. <laughs> good deal man um yeah i mean that's great i we got to hear from twinkie at the last episode on the last episode that was I nice have, yeah i i i have a feeling a, a suspicion that he's been listening in um possibly not i don't know uh could be broad man we're at two viewers right now thanks for listening all the way till the end yeah um, thank you we appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> I don't have anything, anything else, really. You guys have anything? Huh? We we made it here, man. Made it to we 50. We made it 50. That's, That's fucking right. awesome. Like, <laughs> man, if if Kevin Smith's statistics are right, like, just keep a lookout for who yeah. we, whose lives we life changed. Saving a life somewhere. Right? <laughs> um, that's that's only been awesome. a great thing in my my life, uh, which, I, you know, it's well covered on the it's, podcast. But, I mean, each week. my it, life. That's for sure. Each week, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to spend this much time talking to to people I like this much. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and uh, I, I, in the long walk, short drink, I'm enjoying the journey. The destination will come, but you know, this is <laughs> forty minutes. It's Easily, been fun, and I'm not minutes. done. Not, yeah, not done with the journey. Well, I mean, done for the day, but. <laughs> I remember saying that with Dave too. That's right. Yeah, we're doing. He's got me doing Frankenstein or something, and I'm like, "Done for the day." Yeah, he was, that was what Moto saying. That was a wrap for the day. I was like forcing him to my will, and he was, you know, or we're not forcing him, but he was like, "All right, all right." And then uh, at the end of that scene, he was like, "All right, that's a wrap. Done for the day. Done for the day. Get on the slide or something." Yeah, you would have been but, like uh, four or five. Wow. Moto, we've made it to 50. Let's make it to 100, buddy. I'm going to be there. That's That'll be very special. We'll have to like... Oh, man. I'll have to drink a beer or something. Well, that's... <laughs> that's 
when 100 happens, we should be in the same space for that. I'm just going to say that now. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I there think you that's go. worth yeah. There you go. So, Looking forward to that again. Absolutely. So, well, um, let's go through the list. So, audibletrial.com slash LWSD. Sign up for your trial. But more importantly, you'll get your free audiobook for that. Uh, Cujo, Unfuck Yourself, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Man's Search for Meeting, um, Annihilation, start that trilogy, uh, The Outsider for sure, so that you can listen to uh, Squadcast's <laughs> book club on it while they try to do what we did for uh, The Dead Zone. Oh! Oh! Dead Zone! <laughs> uh so audibletrial.com slash LWSD. Follow us on Twitter at LWSD pod. Go to YouTube. That's the big one. Uh, Dave has been doing a great job of mixing these into awesome visuals as well, uh, which mm -hmm. is something different than the earlier episodes. You get the awesome moto mixes on the earlier episodes, which are awesome. And then you get these visual video ones on off the YouTube channel. For the later episodes, uh, I can't think of anything that would be better. It's literally than, what we experience, yeah, as we record it. It's no different. <laughs> Absolutely. And while you're at YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and ring the bell. The subscription is important because we're closer every day to hitting that hundred mark, which will give us our unique URL, which will make it easier for all new listeners to find us. Um, and if you ring the bell, you get notified every time we do these live. Uh, recording sessions where you get to see us um, recording our podcast episodes uh, and you get to interact with us uh, via our YouTube channel. Um, yes, indeed. You can also email us at lwsdpod at gmail.com. Um, we are officially going on hiatus. This will be the last episode you'll hear until probably sometime in August. Uh, so enjoy your summer. Be safe. Uh, put on sunscreen. And wear sunscreen. Wear Sorry. sunscreen. <laughs> look up that song. Uh, yeah, look up that song. Uh, another one to add to uh, Double D's uh, project there. Yeah. Um, I know. I mean, no, we've mentioned that before. It'll just be another tally mark next to it. Now. That's right. Uh, so oh, and yeah. then when we come back, uh, I, I think what we've been talking about, what I what I want to try to make happen is. Just Wednesday. So we I drop episodes usually midnight Tuesdays or whatever, and sometimes a little later on YouTube because of the upload time. But the, the plan when we come back is one week we'll record an episode on a Wednesday, and then the following week that episode will be released as a podcast. And the next week we'll be, by the next week we'll be recording a new one. So on Wednesday <laughs> you can get a dose of uh, LWSD if you... If you're into it, <laughs> which if you're listening to this, uh, that would mean you are. Wednesdays at eight. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah, might, might be forty and, minutes late. Yes, and <laughs> I think we talked about. <laughs> I love it. What that's is so it? True. Bad bet. Is that what it is? Wrong bet. Wrong bet. Yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> wrong bet. Be our side uh, JCBD podcast. <laughs> I think that we said when we talked last time, last week we we were saying we would come back on the first, right? With the live recording on the first of August. That sounds right. Let me rock a calendar right. quick. June, July. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. 
So uh, if you're listening to this, just expect August the 1st. We're going to have our live recording first. That episode will launch, will be put out and published on our po- for our podcast on the 8th. So we'll be recording that conversation. We'll return on August the 1st. So keep an eye out on our Twitter page. Mm-hmm. While we're on hiatus, I'm sure we'll be still putting out some good Twitters. This episode's going to launch. Uh, but otherwise, look for that live link for our recording session to happen on August the 1st. Otherwise, uh, I don't know, long walk and don't make it short drink. Stay hydrated. It's fucking hot out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Too damn hot. Too fucking hot. Moto, thanks so much for joining us, buddy. I appreciate it. Double hey, D, thank thanks. you so much for thanks joining for us. Uh, Twinkie. I'm sorry you couldn't join us. You were here in spirit for sure. We had you in our hearts. Always. And uh, oh, yeah. Dave, thanks, buddy. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> and you're welcome. Uh, love you guys. You guys love. have a great night, all right? Love you, too. All right, man. Love you guys, too. Yep. Love you, long walkers. <laughs> yep. And long walkers, we'll talk to you soon. See you on the 1st. August 1st.